You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Welcome to the exciting world of the movies. Hello, retro movie fiends, and welcome back to the movie graveyard. Once again, 2023 is the year where Kino wins, and we are bringing you the highest Kino. Don't fall for that fake Kino that Hollywood's selling you, that Barbie doll movie bullshit. This is where the real Kino is at. That's right. We're rolling down with Prom Child 2. Ain't that right, Zach? Fucking what a terrific fucking film starring the Lord and Savior himself, John fucking Ritter. He yeah. is the fucking Jesus Christ of our generation, if you ask me. Fucking uh, the Beatles said they were more popular than Jesus. Fucking John Ritter was more popular than the fucking Beatles. This guy is Kino personified. The Beatles would never have the fucking balls to say that they're more popular than John Ritter, that's for sure. Exactly. Those fucking cucks. They fucking are. cowards. Fucking those stupid ass haircuts. How come they couldn't learn to part their hair in the middle like John Ritter? Exactly. That's what you do when you're just swimming and pussy. Yeah. When you're just swimming and pussy. That's some low T Beatles shit when if you don't have John Ritter hair. Okay, exactly. The shitty Beatles. That's what they shitty. called them in fucking Wayne's World. I agree. Yeah, I agree. It's like, oh, you could, you came over to America after the monkeys were popular. You stole their whole gimmick, their whole formula of songwriting. Big fucking cowards, people. just total cowards. I fucking despise them. Fucking Paul McCartney. Yeah. Fucking people talk about like, oh, it's we're so fucking lucky to be living in the same era as Paul McCartney. He's still alive. He's a legend. It's like fucking, I've, I, I can't, I can't lie too often. I can't lie this long. I like the Beatles. I like the Beatles. Oh, I'm just joking. <laughs> My favorite Beatle is Pete Best. Oh yeah. You ever see that movie they made about BB with Stephen Dorff? I have it. I got the Blu-ray. It's good. It's called Backbeat. Oh yes. It's very Kino. It shows the Beatles when they were like 15 years old playing in these shitty little bars. How do we get sidetracked on the Beatles? (laughs) I don't even know. Let's go ahead and get this rolling. We have a pause on the Blu-ray at the opening logo where it says... (laughs) It's one of those little animated logos, so you kind of got to like wait for it to unfold. But it's a Universal Globe, and at, at the end of it, uh, before the movie starts, it says Universal and MCA Company. I remember the whole time I was growing up, Universal was an MCA company, and then I don't know like what all it went through, but I remember for like the longest time, it was a Seagram company. It was a this like Seagram mm-hmm. fucking gin or whatever bought them for a while. It was whack, but this was back when it was Universal and MCA Company. So we had it positive. They had that song working for MCA. He was singing about how he was going to get a job at MCA in the green light fucking Problem Child 2. That fucking Amazing. guy. Mm-hmm. They should have green lit Problem Child 3 as well, but they fucked up. He, they, that, there was a Problem Child 3. You didn't know that? I, I, yeah, I know. The shitty TV one that had like nobody in it. Yeah. They should have back to back 2 and 3 just like fucking uh, yeah. Sleepaway Camp type shit. They should, they should have done it like fucking Saw. Oh, they did kind of do it like Saw where they were cranking them out every six months. But yeah. So we're going to yeah, go fine. ahead and get it rolling. I'm going to say one, two, three, go. <laughs> we're not even like talking to each other anymore. We're just <laughs> going over and over the top of each other. <laughs> You're saying fucking talk about Saw movies. I'm trying to talk about a fucking logo. <laughs> a 
on a menu or a screen or what the fuck this is. Mm. All right, I'm going to say one, two, three, go. So this podcast can officially start. When I say go, please hit play on your remotes. All right, everybody, get your dicks in your hand. One, two, three, go. We are going to see. Uh, this is actually the, the logo I remember most, like when I think of Universal, actually. Me too. Fucking there was one in the fog. 80s that was kind of cool that was kind of blurrier of just the, where the planet was more far away if you remember that one fucking hell yeah hell yeah i love this fucking movie i love this fucking movie we when we laugh we've already done prom child one yeah. like when we last left our hero fucking uh him and fucking uh kramer yeah. <laughs> i love his line delivery here listen to her everybody hated you a fucking terrible actor i love him I, I like Dude, the way John Ritter drives this. You fucking <laughs> I always love that shot. You can literally see the camera. Yeah. In, the, in that shot, did you, did you notice it? Mm-mm. Fucking amazing. They they just you could just see a Panasonic camera in the back seat and fucking uh, clear as day. It's beautiful, and I love the song playing. Yeah. I like too that like they go from driving past a uh, donut shop in Los Angeles and then like all of a sudden the next shot they're driving through fucking Orlando, Florida. Who would have thought this was such a fucking great thing to do is start your movie out with a Rocky like montage just right out of the gate. I was gonna say the movie actually starts out with um with like just filling time. (laughs) (laughs) Basically just like to catch you up if you didn't see the first one. Kind of. It's like explaining the plot like well we got chased out of town fucking she left me blah 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 and we're gonna do this i forget what they say but it fucking it just spells out the plot of the movie kind of i like this part where they drive has this titty bar which the actual building is just two giant tits like that's amazing i just want to get on top fucking if if godzilla ever came you think he titty fucked that building he probably just came on it he did do a a he would came yeah Yeah, he He would titty fuck I love that shot where he's sleeping and it shows John Ritter just being quintessential fucking dad. I know. He's like, oh, I love this part. Now John Ritter's sleeping and the little kid's driving. He can't even reach the pedals, but he's still driving. What's funny is I thought they were going to like show the kid driving and then have him starting to fall asleep, too. He. This is the second time he drove. We saw him driving the first movie, but fucking Doesn't now it. his dad is sleeping in the next seat yeah. instead of on top of the car. This is so weird, too, because they say that this film was, like, in large part filmed at Universal Studios uh, Florida when it was first, like, opened up. But I'm like, what is this weird neighborhood they live in that's just, like, on a lake for no reason? Like, the whole neighborhood's on a lake. It's like a crazy yuppie township type thing. Fucking, uh, he sees, <laughs> look at her face there. I know. She's, all, she's so sad. By the way, how did they find a little girl that looks so much like Kurt Russell, but is not yet a Kurt Russell's daughter? I don't, how does that work? There's something so fun about watching kids like get yeah. hurt or like uh, mean. mean things happen to them. Like fucking, I just saw a child drive by and shoot another a little girl's balloon out with a slingshot and start laughing maniacally, and I just wanted to smile. But mm-hmm. I. Just, I, I Fucking smiling ear to ear right now. This movie. By the way, that's you can't get more American than that, right? Like a little girl roller skating down the uh, sidewalk, holding a balloon. Like holding the balloon makes it more fun to roller skate. Look at that! Right out of the gate, big Stacy. Yeah, like first thing, John Ray gets out of the car, and like real hot ass lady comes out, and then just all the plain moms that are all seeing. So like basically, it's established early on. He didn't know this when he was buying this house, supposedly, allegedly, that this is a divorce 
MILF capital of the world, this town, Mortville. Mm-hmm. Great fucking name. Should call it Fuckville while you're at it. But um Exactly. But he but I'm just like, how did you not know that John Ritter? Like why would you move to this place where you they, they never establish he never has a job here. It's not like, oh junior, my job's moving like he has no job. He used to work for his fucking dad in the first one and now he's like quit or whatever. But um mm-hmm. but yeah, like I was like I was like that would be like the main reason to move there if you're like a single dad or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Fucking I love his over his fucking uh what's what's that called? Fucking uh, narration throughout the movie. Yeah. Fucking He's so good at acting and fucking... <laughs> You're talking about the little boy. Was his name Michael Oliver? Exactly. He's great, yeah. He's got. He's very bad at acting. You can tell why he didn't go on to do anything else. Or did he? Was he in anything else besides Prom Shot 1 I don't think he two? was. Maybe like some bit parts. But um, yeah, like if you compare him to like the little girl that played Matilda, like yeah. Mm, we need a fucking... We need a fucking meet. Where they a sequel where they both meet, and it's basically like fucking Matilda, and basically Junior is just fucking John Ritter in this movie. He's like a a new dad. He comes into town, and fucking all the chicks want to fuck him. Very mm. sad. Now you you probably didn't know who this lady is right here with the cupcakes, but uh, uh, Martha Quinn was one of the original uh, VJs on MTV. Like I know a lot of people don't remember this but mtv usually had like back when they started they had like four or five vjs that would actually introduce the videos and host them and shit kind of like mm. jewel bob style and she yeah. would, i think she was maybe the no nah, there was nino what's her face as well but there's like just two girls at the beginning and a couple guys but like yeah and then i remember she started acting after a few years of that but um she mm. probably always was an actress really but uh yeah she's pretty good in this in a small part and then I like love... This this character here, I love this. I was guy. gonna say the door. the neighbor dad. I can't remember his name, but he's like your just typical back then, like always like on sitcoms and comedy movies. Always just like a kind of bald, uh, kind of ubiquitously Italian almost uh, neighbor guy that was like super obnoxious, you know. Fucking grilling out, showing off his new grill to the the new bud. He's got a new yeah. bud, new fucking uh, single dad to hang out with now. Talk about women with fucking just yeah. shoot the shit. Fucking wear, uh, what are those called? Those fucking uh, shirts he's wearing, Hawaiian shirts. shirts. Yeah. Fucking, uh, he's gonna try to get fucking Ritter wearing Hawaiian shirts so that they match and shit. I was actually considering ordering some Hawaiian shirts recently. Oh, yeah, looking like Tommy Wasetti over here, our boy the goat. Yeah. Fucking driving in from Vice City. What? Why are the kids from The Shining here? Yeah, like, they could have worked in a supernatural element with those creepy twin girls that talk at the same time they could have been demons coming after junior for all his that's, indiscretions that's literally the only thing missing yeah and, and this movie would literally be 10 out of 10 it's a 9 out of 10 right now i love this scene right here where he's like <laughs> well, hey maybe i should go inside and slip on my silk tuxedo <laughs> the shot of him fucking clenched fist he's getting ready to rock this motherfucker's world we hear the riff the fucking oh, I love how like through the whole series they just play that song nonstop and it's just like oh yeah it's like it's like the most lowest common denominator way to let you know Junior's about to do some bad shit. <laughs> Don't ask why not? Why not? Don't ask why not? Why not? And sometimes Don't they just take not. like awkward uh, fucking like a, a snippets out of the song and put it into. Damn, <laughs> oh, it's so funny uh, how much he looks like fucking Chucky from Child's Play. 
Speaking of which, there's like a fake Chucky doll when they go to the carnival. I'll point it out when it comes up. But I was like, this is a universal movie. Like By that point, I'm pretty sure they were already doing the sequels. They should have just put the real Chucky in there. I can see this being one of those things where uh, people do that fucking uh, uh, Mandela effect shit where they know the problem child series is the Chucky movies and child's play series. That's what, that's what fucking Junior and shit. Yeah, Junior. Junior, <laughs> the little doll with the red hair. No, 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 no. I totally don't understand how that giant ass girl had both propane and charcoal inside of it. Yeah, I, I didn't even that think of that. That was so fucking weird. Junior fucking. What did he do? He he turned the the fucking he turned propane the, up, the propane up all the way. There was three giant tanks of propane. And then turned he them all up so that when the guy lit it, it just blew up in his face. <laughs> and blew him into a baby pool because they didn't even have a real pool there. That's why they needed the charcoal too, is they needed a reason for him to have to drop the match and be stuck in there like that. Yeah. Reaching it's one of those it's like a dual amp where they, they do the solid state and the tubes. They're mm-hmm. doing the fucking old school and new school though. They're like fucking you get the propane and you get that fucking charcoal taste. It's it's double flavor. I love the scenes where fucking this is this is basically me growing up. My my mom and dad but usually my mom fucking had to fucking do shit like this to get me to go to school. Yank you out of the car. Exactly. Well, that reminds me of this fucking... I have this, like, memory growing up of this kid. I was walking into school, meeting my friend, and some kid, like, fucking... His dad just, like, fucking pulls him out of the car. And fucking the kid... The, the kid is going nuts. He's just, like, fuck. He's, like, fucking having, like, a nervous breakdown, panic attack, whatever, fucking... The dad just, like, fucking pulls him outside... Puts him there, fucking leaves him in the street, just drives off. And I'm just sitting there watching this kid freaking out, like having the worst day of his life. And I'm just thinking, like, holy shit, that kid is never gonna forget that day. Some somewhere out there, that that kid heard that and just like, holy shit, fucking, this, it all came back to me. When I didn't want to go to school, holy shit, I just realized Gilbert Godfrey's whole desk is made out of glued together pencils. Look at that, so fucking what crazy. A Chad. What but, a chat. Super chat. But uh, yeah, when I was a kid, I didn't want to go to school. I just told my mom I was sick and she let me stay home. I did that so often that that didn't work anymore. Yeah. I remember eventually, it was like three or four weeks in a row. Like, I always took a day off. And like, my parents didn't even care. And then, like, my lame ass teacher, Mr. Record, <laughs> fucking yeah. Dave Record, started bitching about it to me. And I'm like, I hate this school. It was like with this school, like when we first moved there, I was like, I hate this fucking <laughs> school. Everybody's a dumbass here. I'm listening to you, but I noticed that that phone was covered in blood. Yeah, I noticed that, that too. What's like it looked like about? it was a prop left over from Child's Play or something. Yeah, did they just like hope nobody noticed? Look at like his tray. Look like look at his folders holder all thing the, there too. It's all covered in blood. All the yellow stuff. Maybe that's just like the design. It's like yeah, some it's like a shui. red spatter design. Yeah, fucking very artsy. It is, but. We should, everybody listening to the podcast right now, if you're hearing some of the audio, you're hearing fucking Gilbert Godfrey's annoying ass voice. Yeah. Fucking our boy wow. showed up. He's now the fucking principal of this school. They just keep running into each other. Yeah, they do that. I actually like sequels. Like if you you know if it's not like a serious film franchise, you're not trying to build a trilogy or nothing. I actually like sequels where they just do a part two and they just cram as much shit in from part one just to be lazy. <laughs> In a way, yeah. Fucking, there's there's a part of me though that thinks that they they perfect, they did everything the first one does, and they outdo it in yeah. this movie. 
I, I think this is. I, I would probably say this is better than the original. He, what was he in the first one? He like ran the adoption agency or the social workers or something. He was because oh, yeah. he was in charge of always getting people to adopt Junior, and they would always return him. Mm-hmm. He was like some. Your dad is a moron. I forgot about. See, that's what your dad is. See, now I just want to watch the movie because I didn't get to see right there. That's the first time Junior shows any kind of fucking like don't talk shit about my dad because in yeah. the first movie he, he was him. very he's very mean to the dad. You didn't get this. You didn't find out that Junior actually liked him until the end of the movie. The whole time you're watching it, like, why the fuck would you be mad at John Ritter? He's like, <laughs> he's like the fucking the dad in all the TV shows and shit. It's funny too. Did you notice like because. The whole, like, literally the whole premise of this movie, it's not even really about Problem Child too. It's just about fucking John Ritter banging lots of single moms, and like the name of the school is like the mascot or whatever is the Mortville Cougars. And I'm like, was the term cougar like even a thing back then, or is that just a happy accident? Yeah, they were all fucking. This this school was based in Red Pill that knows the fucking beauty of fucking the older women, just big fucking Stacys, the milf action. <laughs> I can't. Re- I don't know the actor's name, but they got the bald guy who was the asshole principal in Back to the Future to play the school teacher in this one. And like, that, that, sorry, that kid that stood up and then sat down and looked just like fucking Ted's younger brother in fucking Bill and Ted One. And then the big fat kid here's the bully. That's her boy. Uh, now he's winning Oscars. Uh, Paul Walter Hauser played uh, Richard Jewell. Did he win an Oscar recently? Yeah, I can't remember what movie he was in last last year, but yeah, he just won an Oscar. What a fucking king, Murph. Yeah. Or maybe maybe it was like a fucking Golden Globe or something. It was a major award. It was one of those things. Because I remember he was such a dork. He showed up on AEW Wrestling like holding the trophy. And I was like, what are you doing? Get the fuck out of here. Fucking, that's a king. They should have done a storyline where he was in the wrestling ring and fucking Vader was his dad. Like in that Boy yeah. Meets World where Vader was fucking Frankie's dad. Mm-hmm. It'd be hard though because Vader's dead now. Exactly. We had to bring him back from the dead first. Yeah. <laughs> I love what the drool there. Yeah. Murph is fucking king. They brought him back for that fucking shitty uh, VHS straight to video fucking part three. Also, really? I don't I don't remember anything about it. I just remember he shows up for a little bit, and like fucking uh, it is not a good movie. But it had the the guy playing the dad that recast John Ritter. How dare you! And ne- and never sir, do how that. dare you? This is John Ritter's world. Exactly, and they they recast him with Cat Williams. Oh, I almost want to I almost want to call him Cat Stevens. You that mean William Cat or who was it? Whatever. Was it the guy from House? Yeah, that's William Cat. Cat yeah. Williams is the guy who like always plays a pimp in movies and shit. Fucking Cat. Who's uh? Fucking. What did I say? You said Cat Williams. That's like the black comic guy who always plays a pimp in movies. What's his last name? The real guy is William Cat, though. He changed his name to Yusuf recently. Oh, did he? Cat Stevens, I'm thinking of. Damn, how did uh, Junior get the strength to put that fat motherfucker all scotch taped to the board? Because he's a big King Chad. Mm -hmm. He's been watching the Red Pill uh, YouTubers, and they tell you to go to fucking the gym and shit. Mm -hmm. Fucking, uh... Grown men had to be told to go to the gym. I, I was actually watching a video better. like that today. Guys, don't do it for women. Do it for you. You got to go to the gym, guys. You got to go to the gym. Exactly. That's my boy, Manosphere. He's from Romania. 
he tells you all about how to uh, get women and uh, go Good to the gym. Yeah. Not even to get women. He just tells you how bad women are that they shouldn't be whoring around. They should be getting married. Now, look at this bank, baby. It's a weird bank. <laughs> really weird building to be a bank. But I have to say, I was shocked when uh, I was waiting for you to get home before we could start recording. I actually read that this, this bank, they actually took over a Thai food restaurant and converted it into a fake bank for this movie. Exactly. For the the bank where we meet Lawanda for the yeah. first time in the movie, the new basically fucking the new lady that's going to come in and move in on junior and his dad basically junior wants to fuck his dad i think is kind of the thing because like he wants it for himself junior doesn't want his dad to fuck women for some reason he's just perpetually cock blocking his dad what if that's like the ultimate fucking sick joke behind the whole movie series really yeah john ritter's trying to get a loan at the bank he wants to start his own business supposedly but, uh, mm. yeah, Lawanda played by the great Lorraine Newman from Saturday Night Live. She was the original uh, daughter of the Coneheads back in the day. Baby. Fucking hell yes. Mm. We're seeing all the... All her different husbands, all the pictures, all they're all just John Ritter dressed up in weird costumes. <laughs> the weird, like, uh, sense of humor this this series had with, like, hey, we're going we're gonna to bring... So in this movie, his, uh, his new love in, interest is his real life... At, his real life wife, who was also the love interest in the first movie, but she's playing a new character. Yeah, it's something like a Return of the Living Dead shit. It's like fucking just kind of a like, a, yeah, fucking. Uh, why didn't more movies do that? More I, sequels. I think on Return of the Living Dead, it was just because they were just trying everything they could just to uh, make it as successful as the original. Like just trying to. You I, know. Lo- I love this line he gives after this happens. Mm. Yeah. Why do you do that? Did he not? Oh, I missed Junior. I got the dad. Yeah, here we meet the love interest played by the same actress who was his bitch wife in the first one. But like, I don't know what happened because they shot this movie like like six months after the last one. I don't know what happened. She suddenly got like way hotter in that six months. She is fucking beautiful. I can see why he uh, married her in real life. Fucking, she has brown hair here. She has. Red hair in real life and in the first movie. Yeah. So it matched Junior, so it looks more natural, I guess. Yeah, the carpet matched the drapes. Exactly. She, she's big Stacy, though. Big Stacy. John Ritter, fucking, he lived an amazing life. He was in fucking the It movies. He was. He was actually the best actor in them, too. He was, which isn't saying much. I mean, out of the adult actors, he was the best yeah. actor. But everybody was acting like it was a fucking TV, uh, fucking, uh, what's it called, soap opera type shit. Yeah. Oh, no, the fucking girl that he blew, the, he fucking he slingshotted her balloon, that's the daughter of fucking his dad's new love interest. Yep. And now they're they're fucking going at it. Fucking they're conflict, conflicting problem childs. There's two problem childs in this movie. That was the thing. Did you see the uh, stunt double throwing him right there? I did. It was amazing. It looked like a doll. It did look like a doll. It looks similar to the, the ending shot from like Nightmare on Elm Street where he pulls the blow-up doll through the window. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where the mom becomes a blow-up doll. I like how they got yeah. a high school picture of John Ritter. Like like this file that Lawanda's looking at. It's like, it's like he's so young it doesn't even look like John Ritter. I used to love John Ritter. When I was a kid, Three's Company was always on our reruns. I always watched it. I always thought he was a Chad. 
I loved that show. Yeah. Fucking, I have seasons one, two, three, four, five. Fucking, I didn't get the rest of them. They have the whole series out on one set now from Dang. Anchor Bay. I hate yeah. how they do that. They make you buy them individually, and then later they just put them all out as a set. Exactly. So fucking, basically, Luanda wants to fuck. She wants to bone John Ritter, but yeah. fucking, she found out Junior exists, and she's just like now she's she's seeing like all the articles from like before. He's like, this kid's a nightmare, baby. Fucking, I mean, what are some of your favorite scenes in this movie? Like, I, I since I was a kid, I just like fucking. They just up the ante completely. Fucking, I, I love the cockroach scene. That we're yeah, <laughs> cockroach scene's probably the best scene. Like, I, when I was watching this, I was like, damn, I can't believe they actually did this. I actually like this scene with the grandpa and the the TV commercial. He's got those bimbos in the hot tub with them. Mm-hmm. And I like how John Ritter is like sees his own dad on TV, and he's like, "What is he doing?" Oh, <laughs> but know. actually, John, my favorite part of this movie is John Ritter's fucking reactions to everything. <laughs> mm. They they almost bring the the character up in a way to where it's like, "Oh, that's all we're gonna see of the grandpa," but then he shows up later. Yeah, this movie is just fucking. It, it keeps like it it knows what you're gonna think, and it fucking it it, it, it surprises you. Yeah. Why is his babysitter like 30 years old? She doesn't look like a high school kid Which, at all. It's fine that if he had a 30-year-old babysitter, there's a lot of people struggling to make it in the gig economy, but uh, exactly. why does she dress like a fucking 12-year-old schoolgirl? She, she's playing like a high school. She clearly is, too. It's like that, that fucking uh, wardrobe. No adult would wear that. It's just a, a fake schoolgirl outfit that she got at Party City so she could get babysitting jobs and jack off all the dads in the neighborhood. That They were fucking putting that in there for all of the single dads watching at home. They wanted yeah. this movie to be about single dads for single dads, I think. Yeah, I agree. There's a market that needs to be tapped into where it's just like, man, I just want to fucking... I want to have my kid around and just I, I, I want to fuck all these hot chicks... I want to use my kid to get women because women find that attractive, single dads, for whatever yeah. reason. Which uh, I always thought that was weird. Like, I wonder if that really holds true if women still want to bone guys who have kids. Like, what does it matter? Every woman has kids now, too. So, exactly. Exactly. Fucking, well, she eating like a pig. Look, I forgot I about this. It was weird that she eats like a pig, but she only wants to watch documentaries on TV. By the way, it's awesome that they don't even have a real TV, they just have a projection screen. But yet, we yeah. never see the projector in the room. He, fucking our boy got rich somehow. He did. He got so freaking rich. Because when they moved in, I mean, obviously it was an empty house. And, like, the way John Ritter decorated, he's got pool tables. He's got giant TV screens. Well, not TV screens, projection screens. The, John um, Ritter is a one percenter in this, this <laughs> Apparently. Film. One, presenter, one presenter in cock length and money, apparently. Exactly. Oh, look, he made a ninja star with that fucking... Yeah, how do you open yeah. it up? He made a ninja star out of the top of the can. This guy is so broke and poor... He's eating dog chow now. Um, uh, dog this is, food. This is like the biggest cock block thing Junior does in the entire fucking series franchise. Even the shitty one that doesn't have any real uh, actors in it. Fucking, he fucking uh, calls the uh, ex of the fucking guy that his dad's out <laughs> Like the ex-husband or whatever. Yeah, He's he like, calls oh. the ex-husband of John Ritter's date. Oh, that's it, savage. And I like that the guy's just like a foreign weirdo for no reason. Exactly. That was a real thing too. BB is like the late '80s, early '90s. I remember even being a PSA and like us making fun of it. There's like this PSA of like this family sitting down and like they're in a house, 
Um, and it's like, oh, we don't have the money for food. So they open up a, a jar of cat food. <laughs> and, uh, like, supposedly that's what people are believing Jesus. that that if, if people uh, ran out of money that you'd be eating cat food and to help the needy and shit. But it's, like, it's actually cheaper to eat, like, shitty, cheap, fast food than it is cat food. Yeah. Yeah, so this, he, he just he just hit a fucking waiter in the head with a lead pipe. Yeah, the major he busts in with a lead pipe and he hits he hits a Ritter right in the forehead. Like that would like literally kill you. You have a fucking brain hematoma from that shit. It's like, is this supposed to be a lead pipe or is it just like a fucking toilet paper roll painted silver? I mean, that's what it really is, but it's supposed to be a lead pipe because <laughs> the sound effect is like dong dong. And then when John Ritter <laughs> fights back and hits him in the balls with it, all of a sudden the lady's like. Oh, you did this to my ex-husband. Oh, yeah. It's like, if you love this fucking foreign weirdo so bad who's in these dirty stained underwears, like, why did you ever uh, divorce him in the first place, lady? Should have just been fucking with him all this time. That, that, that's just good, absurd humor. Mm-hmm. He, basically, John Ritter defends himself, and she just fucking gets mad at him. You bully! Mm-hmm. Fucking spacks him. I think it was this part of the the, the movie, like where the the gross babysitter, her boyfriend, shows up on a Harley Davidson or whatever. I think it was that, this point where, that, I, like, yeah, I really were watching got... a cartoon. That kid's got total writer strong vibes. He does. From Boy Meets World. He totally does. It also reminded me too of like the the guy from like the the insurance commercials. Like my name is Mayhem. What you don't know what I. Squana, squana, squana. Yeah. That slide uh, guitar. Yeah. Like I want to make like a problem child style movie where like literally just every scene has the song playing like like ninety three minutes straight of just that song playing, and just just problem child doing like uh you know bad shit. <laughs> we just refer to him as problem child in the movie. <laughs> problem child, but we got to respect the canon of the original series, so it's got to be problem child four. This is awesome. Fucking yeah. Junior is recording. He somehow he has a live feed and he's projecting it onto the house. His babysitter yeah. having sex with the boyfriend. Yeah, and it's, if you actually watch the video, I mean, it's obviously fake. You know, they're not even really. But like, like the guy is like throwing her up against the wall and shit, and like it's, it's like really rough. But yeah, like like uh, Junior started a business. He's paying everybody, or, or they're paying him, I guess, to come and sit on the lawn and uh, watch the babysitter get fucked from inside. But um. <laughs> And she's she's like a, a high school kid. They're, yeah. they're clearly it's implied. Yeah, like you would never get away with this in the the current YouTube uh, sensitivity. <laughs> There's just, just kids sitting there watching it too. Did you see the kid in the audience? Yeah. Well, I think it's funny. All the dads are like, "Yeah, yeah, get it." It's like everybody's on the lawn screaming. Like thirty people on the lawn screaming. Like, don't they hear that while they're fucking inside? Like. <laughs> I have That's to say, that, made it hotter, dude. It yeah, like I have to say, like. That's something all movies, whether it's horror movies, comedy movies, claim, is that the babysitters always get fucked when they babysit. Like, I've never, like, I've never heard of that. Like, like even my guy friends, like, whatever. Like, I've never heard them, like, sneaking into somebody's house to fuck their babysitter girlfriend. Like, I wonder how often that, like, really happened. Yeah, probably less often. Yeah. Probably, way probably less seems often. like something happened more in, like, the 1950s when people, when kids never had a place to go and do shit, you know? Women seem to have no problem waiting. If you got a male, a male uh, babysitter, I could see that happening way more. Yeah. 
Women have women have it cooled down better than the, than the men do. And also too, it's like there's always movies about some guy like fucking the babysitter, the teenage babysitter. It's like I don't know that many sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen year old girls that are really attracted to middle aged men. Fucking, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Very very low T, the yeah. world. Here we have the return of the grandfather, Big Ben. He like he's broke now. He's been scamming and shit. He was trying to do a get rich quick scheme on a late night cable, whatever with he was, the TV he was, commercials. He was trying to pump some crypto. Yeah, <laughs> he was a crypto bro. Exactly. <laughs> Who knew the original crypto bro was a seventy-two year old man? Exactly. Fucking I, I, you said he was broke, and I fucking I immediately thought of that Limp Biscuit song from Significant Other. Me, I'm broke. You said you pay me back. I'm broken for that. You deserve a smack and for slacking. <laughs> yeah, I saw Fred Durst just did a podcast with I think Bill Maher. <laughs> That's got to be amazing. I know. Bill Maher has this podcast where he sits around and he fucking smokes dubs and drinks like fucking canters of scotch. Exactly. I thought this was gross that the the dog comes and me that just pisses on everything and like it looks like real piss. Nippy. Yeah, nippy. Fucking that dog is cool. He's gonna take the biggest fucking shit later on in the movie. We were talking about the shit he takes, and we were, we were mentioning basically like fucking. There's nothing more satisfying than taking a shit that feels like the shit Nippy takes in this movie. Which, I think everybody knows what we mean when we say that. Oh yeah, it's gonna be huge. Junior here, he's got spaceship bunk beds. Which, like, I don't know how often, like, only children, single kids, whatever, want bunk beds, but it does happen, because I was that child. Hell yeah. What if your grandpa was sleeping above you, had a wet dream, and it seeped through and <laughs> dripped on your face as a child? I think it'd probably be more, like, uh, if they pissed. <laughs> but yeah, it was cool when friends slept over, though, because they had a place to sleep. You always made your friends sleep on top just in case they had a wet dream. Well, what's so funny was I always wanted the bunk beds to sleep on top, right? Mm-hmm. And then when I got them, I slept on top for like a year. I was like probably like 12. And like, I guess I was like, you know, like the bunk bed was like <laughs> close to. So like every morning I would fucking wake up and go to sit up in the bed and I would fucking hit my head on the ceiling. <laughs> so like after like probably like six months of that, I said, fuck this. And I slept in the bottom. Yeah. You, for a year, you fucking got head trauma. Yeah, I know. <laughs> fucking hell yeah. That's good shit. Fucking, I uh, I was always afraid to sleep on the top because I always figured I'd roll off of it. Yeah. See, my, I mean, they were removable, but mine was like a big wood and it was all wood. It was like really well made. But uh, th- mine actually had, um, had rails or whatever. I did sleep... <laughs> um, on the top bunk at a, a camp, like a, just for a weekend or something, a camp I went to. Yeah, and I slept on the top with no rails, and like it was scary, but like, yeah. But I mean, it, it like I know you always think that, but like, how often have you actually rolled out of bed, like on a normal bed? It, it's never happened, you know? Probably like one time in my life. Yeah. Probably. I, I remember I did fall out of a bunk bed one time, but I don't think I was sleeping. I think I just accidentally <laughs> rolled too you far. Just rolled out. <laughs> Forgetting I was. On a bunk bed, maybe. Yeah, that right there where they were looking at that slideshow, and we see the love rock that is going to come into play yeah. later on in the movie, and it has that pussy on the love rock that's shaped like it a heart. It does. It's, it's obviously a pussy. It showed Murph, and he was like doing bubbles with his bubble gum, hmm. and like the the way he's like pushed his tongue out, I, I immediately thought of him like spitting in his hand, and then just fucking 
ramming his hand up that pussy on that rock <laughs> and just fucking going to town. It's like uh, Kill Bill Buck who came to fuck. He makes it squirt like the fucking hoses right now on Junior. Yeah. Yeah, I like when the little girl squirts uh, Junior. Damn, she's hot. Uh, the nurse, not the little girl. Um, <laughs> yeah, like when she like squirts him and then there's like there's a shot of, of the actual kid. Like, you know, they're just like spraying easy, gentle water on him and doing a close up shot of him screaming. But then then I like the shot of like whatever it is, the stunt double that goes blowing through the doors. <laughs> amazing scene yeah. fucking shooting junior with a fire hose she yeah. she's been like done one fucking trick two tricks so far in the movie and she's already outdone fucking junior with just one yeah he's, no. he's up for his match right now the he's john fine. ritter looks pimp man coming in with this fucking bomber jacket this blue bomber jacket exactly i bet he fucking was that 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 thing was actually light blue, but it's soaking wet from all the pussy juice. Yeah, that gets flown on, flung onto him as he walks through the town. Exactly. That motherfucker, that has to smell so good. Mm, yeah. <laughs> what was that sound? Was that on the movie, or was that your stomach? <laughs> that was, was that my on? reaction to what you said. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, I mean, I wasn't going to say it, but like, I don't know. It's like, it's like weird. It's like, um, like actual pussy smell, like. Like, when you're a kid, everybody acts so grossed out by pussy smell. But, like, when you're a man, because it gets, like, kind of ingrained in your your head that every time you smell that is when you're having sex, like, you end up actually liking it. It's weird. Exactly. It's an amazing smell. Yeah. They, need to, they need to sell it as scratch and sniff books for children so that they, so that <laughs> they know what it's like. Exactly. Because they got to know, like, fucking sex ed booklets should come yeah. with that scratch and sniff card in there. I like this one too, where like Junior's throwing the the bread to the the ducks or wherever they are, and the uh, geese, and uh, it's an obvious voiceover. He's like mocking his dad, how his dad was begging the nurse to go out with him, and she kept saying, "No, I can't. No, I can't." And he's like, "Oh, come on, come on, please. How about tomorrow? How about the day after? Go to dinner with me." <laughs> Did he really have to do that? I don't remember that. Yeah. Fucking. Wh- why was she so standoffish again? It, it really never made sense because oh, eventually oh. she just gives up. But, like, yeah, it's like, I think she's just embarrassed because she has such a problem child yeah. daughter. It's because her daughter, yeah. Yeah. She chases off all the guys she likes. Yeah, which would probably be a lot. No, I was, I was about to say, the the biggest power chad move of all time was uh, fucking Michael Douglas, who smoked cigarettes and fucking drank whiskey every day for 48 years. Then when he got throat cancer, he fucking blamed Catherine Zeta-Jones pussy juice. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. And then he, <laughs> he said that, and then everybody ridiculed for him, and then they still stayed married. Like, how do you stay with a guy who says your pussy juice gave him throat cancer? Do you, do you think it was just one of those things where he's in denial? He's one of those guys that said, fucking that shit don't cause cancer. Fuck <laughs> you. Yeah, fucking smoking and drinking for 40 plus years. And then a woman he was married to for like eight years. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, this is a weird thing with the town where they try to make you seem like it's like a 1950s town. Yeah. I forgot this happened. I forgot about the scene where he pisses in the lemonade. <laughs> really? Because this was like the number one thing I remembered from this movie. Really? The number one thing I always remember? Dude, it's it's insane how many fucking memorable things there are in this movie and how many of them you forget. Yeah. Because this movie has 
not only the cockroach scene, which is like you think that would be like the big set piece of the movie, but no, it's got that scene where fucking he turns up the ride at the carnival and everybody throws oh, up. Oh, and everybody starts puking out tapioca pudding. Yeah, that's the scene that was like ingrained in my head growing up. Like, I know. <laughs> my cousins and stuff when we watched the movie they rewind it and we just watched that scene where murph fucking projectile vomits and it looks so goofy i know everybody's just like throwing up the same kind of oatmeal like everybody in the carnival ate the same shit and threw up the same shit the way he just uh, did that fucking line in two dollars for me Ooh. fucking he could have played mario in the in fucking bob hoskins shouldn't yeah. they yeah Bob Hoskins. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Chris Pratt shit. He should be playing them now. Fucking that would be ideal, but like yeah. we can't wish for a perfect world. We we can only fly <laughs> so close to the sun. We live in a society. Dang. Yeah. So I I thought it was funny that the like the whatever they were the little girls like they they're making lemonade and like they're selling it for money, but then like they never wanted to go refill it. So they're like Junior and Junior's like I'll refill it. Da 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 and I'm just like, it's just so it's an obvious joke. And then the, the their dad drinks the piss. And he's like, mm, it's tiny, bubble and warm. Oh, it's, it's, it's like the lowest common denominator shit. Like, where's the, the first movie was genuinely funny. I love how this one just tries to be as cringe as possible. You think so? I think it's yeah. funny. No, I mean, it's funny, but it's like there's certain things like the puking and the drinking piss. Like, everything outside the puking and drinking oh, piss. Oh, like gross out humor. Yeah, yeah. it's just like. It's like the easiest shit. And then when they fucking <laughs> this movie and George Thurgood and the Destroyers bad to the bone, it's like fucking Pavlov's dog. Pavlov <laughs> would ring the bell before he gave the dog the fucking food so their mouth would water. This fucking movie plays bad to the bone so you know something funny's about to happen. <laughs> I wonder if they, uh, why didn't they ask fucking ACDC if they could use the song Problem Child? It's fucking... Yeah. It, it could have been the uh, title track. Hey, did you see that scene where um, uh, fucking uh, John Ritter was in the uh, shower and he made shampoo horns and he accidentally invented the hairstyle of the Firestarter guy from Prodigy? Fucking night. That is... What fucking Kino. What fucking Amazing. Kino. Amazing. If I, if I ever write a book about this movie, it's going to be called What Fucking Kino. Like fucking like... Not like question mark, but like just as a statement. Like this shit is fantastic. Seven years before the Firestarter video came out, John Ritter gave that guy the idea by putting it in this movie. Here he's going out on the date with the old MTV VJ. Yeah, Martha Quinn. Which I gotta say, she actually looks really hot in this scene. I think she's cute. Yeah. Yeah. Big Stacy. She looks super young too. Fucking remember when MTV was cool. Yeah, dude, I used to love MTV. I remember when it, when I was so little, I didn't care about MTV, and my dad would watch it all day, and like my my female cousins would come over and they would want to watch it all day because they didn't have cable or whatever. MTV was the shit. And then also, this one. yeah, this like one. Martha Quinn gets electrocuted. Junior set up the porch to be electrocuted, and all of a sudden she turns into that that fucking uh, either a Beetlejuice character or the guy from Escape from New York who comes and gives the demands to. Uh, release the president or whatever fucking you put that in black and white it looks like a remake of fucking bride frankenstein i think and i was like oh this must be a wig or something they put on her head but like if you look at it it looks like her real hair at least part of it like you think they use their jizz 
they they hit probably the whole crew, all the teamsters. Now, why does why is fucking John Ritter still in his suit that he was gonna wear on his date? But he's got his shoes off now. He's picking his toenails off. What the fuck's up with that? Fucking, he, he's he's don't fucking question our boy. He's he's earned it. Oh, I'm not. I I've I've seen this movie before. I know how much pussy he gets in. It. I'm not questioning. I'm just like. We need we need fucking our boy Squirrely sitting next to him to eat his corns off. Oh yeah, <laughs> sure, but let me eat the better corn. <laughs> want the corn? <laughs> I want the corn. They save it for me. <laughs> <laughs> Have we done that movie on the show yet? Oh yeah, we had. Yeah, we, oh, we had our boy on for that one. Yeah, we had our boy. That, that was one of the highest downloaded shows ever. <laughs> The way she flips him off and runs off is The way she runs is hilarious. She's like so <laughs> tiny, she's just bouncing down the hallway. I don't even get why, why he stops at the girls' bathroom. Like, but then he just goes right in like a second later. Fucking, he he was he's ahead of the curve. He identified as female in those couple seconds, and he's like, "I'm gonna go in now." I wonder Fucking. if girls' bathrooms are really like this, where they have double stalls like facing each other like that. I've never seen that in a bathroom. Kino shit, man. I like how they made a sign and put it in the bathroom that says student counseling little meeting Wednesday. Like, fucking, man, that's a narrow window there to make a this, sign. This is a really fucking, uh, yeah, yeah, Wednesday. This is a really fucking memorable scene, too, where they play the fucking, uh, Iggy Pop song. Yeah. There's so many great scenes in this movie. I like how mean she is. I think, I think the little girl's name is Daisy in the movie. Really... You better watch out. Like Junior does kind of seem like a bitch compared to her. Like she seems way tougher. Exactly. He's a very beta. She's got alpha energy yeah. out the fucking yin yang. Again, the lowest common denominator. Actually, it's not. It could have been actually gone lower, but she's like, I got this big M80, and she lights it and gives it to Junior. He flushes down the toilet. I love the cartoon flame going down the toilet, too. But uh, and all of a sudden we cut to the bald teacher guy, the evil principal of Back Future. He's he's like baby stepping down the hallway. He's got a shit really bad, and he's like, "This is gonna be so great. I'm gonna take this shit." And he just sits down, and of course the lady like blows up the toilet, and he flies up to the ceiling and sprayed with water. And he's like, "Oh, that was so good." But like, does he think just because he got blown off the toilet that that meant he actually did a shit or what? Fucking he, I I think that that fucking the. The stuff with the M80 was like completely unrelated, and that was in a different fucking. Also, it blew up like the toilet next to him down the hall. (laughs) And he just his shit just blew up the one. I love his reaction. Just (sighs) (laughs) so fucking stupid. So fucking stupid. Amazing. I like like this. They're selling. They're selling the grandpa's clothes outside. I love that it took him as long as it did for him to realize it was his shit. Yeah. He we was didn't browsing even mention, for a good minute. We haven't even mentioned yet that the fucking dog was working so fucking often. Split shifts, coming in here, doing here, doing fucking prom shot two in the day, doing episodes of Wishbone at nighttime. Yeah. Fucking, he, he was heavily worked that came out. He was. He really uh, aged quickly, even for dog year standards. Mm-hmm. Did you see his fucking like jugular vein poking out? I wanted to fucking like stab it. With the grandpa? No, Junior. Junior? No, I didn't see it. Sometimes I just see jugular veins popping out, and I, I I get the urge to stab it with a pen. Every time I see Junior, I just I just get jealous because I want that haircut. Exactly. What a kid. I know. I said, what a kid. 
<laughs> I said what a kid. I meant to say what a Kino haircut. So I just said what a kid. Yeah, it works. Yeah. What a kid. What a kid. I remember when I, I had that haircut. Everybody had that haircut. But I, like I was actually from earlier generation, so like they fucking had like the hair covering my ears completely. How did we ever mm-hmm. hear anything back then with all that hair covering up our fucking ears? Fucking, we didn't need to, baby. No. It was like we were in the bushes all the time. I love that uh, John Ritter's license plate is just personalized plate that says Junior's dad on it. <laughs> That's like his whole identity is being this far. Like, he don't work a job. He don't have a woman. Nothing. He's just this little fucker's dad. Adopted, Junior's too. dad. Yeah. He's such a fucking... What a movie's dad, man. He he earns that number one spot. I forgot that Luana doesn't even show up till halfway into the movie. Like know. she doesn't like take over their house. Like how often does that happen? Like a woman is, just moves in yeah. and just like fucking like just like yeah, you're gonna date me. Fucking, I'm gonna take care of everything. Fucking uh, the, but weird though. It's like she doesn't even ask if he's okay with it. <laughs> I, well, I don't even really get why she wants John Ritter so bad. Like, cause at first we were joking around saying, "Oh, she wants to fuck him." She actually doesn't. She wants to marry him, which is mm-hmm. weird because they they say that she's worth fifty million dollars. Like, why would a woman like that had that much like be so desperate just to marry some average ass guy with a bastard fucking, kid? She sees the fucking Chad in him. Here it is, baby, right here. The fake Chucky doll. See it. The beginning of was, the fucking carnival yeah. scene. Was this the? Uh, was this like the actual little whatever it's called, little buddy doll that they ripped that they made Chucky a fake version of? I think it or was, my yeah. buddy, whatever it was called. My buddy. My buddy. My buddy, my buddy and me. I remember I would see those commercials day and night, and I was still pretty young when they came out, and I had zero interest in that. In this movie? No, those dolls. Oh, okay. Like, I was a little kid when those commercials were on, and I, just, I never wanted one. Did you see that fucking Marjorie Taylor Greene was on that side? <laughs> she was. She this was power squatting out. and holding handguns. You gotta be as tall as the cynical. Mm. I had, like, a moment where, like, fucking I saw a, a sign. Or, no, I, I, I was at work or something, and there was, like, a something sticking out. Like, it was one of those things that, like, measure how tall you are. And I had flashbacks to being a kid. And, like, not being tall enough yet to mm-hmm. go on the rides. Or, like, I don't know if there was. I think there was just, like, one ride that I wasn't tall enough to go on. Mm. And it was, like, fucking every other one. It was just, like, fucking. I always thought, like, yeah, for some reason I always was taller than average. So that uh, it didn't happen that often. Yeah, I really didn't, like, start, I mean, I, like, I was one of those kids where, like, some kids grow steady. I, I, I did, like, those giant growth spurts. Mm-hmm. And I like, too, yeah. and like, it was even even halfway through high school, it was happening so much that like it was fucking up my knees. I had that thing where you're growing too fast and your knees hurt all the time. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, it went away. Fucking Murph, just oh, is the baby wet as diamonds? And he fucking he roundhouse kicks the head off of that fucking stand up, and like he he got pretty he he kicked him in the fucking neck. He got his he did his it, yeah. foot pretty high. And, and I one like, of the Ramones is controlling the ride there i thought that was yeah it was it was dd ramon i thought that was a little phony though that that tough ass carnival guy just let murph kick the head off his stand whereas like before he was all hard ass not letting i did that i did like that line from junior though where he's like stands up against the measuring thing he's like he's like oh you're too short and junior goes but it's only a millimeter (laughs) (laughs) that's that's literally how big my dick is Mm. that's literally me Look, hanging out, 
having fun. This uh, he could have got nailed with that puke. I just noticed. I never yeah. thought of that. He was standing right there. Yeah, he. I like too how he, Junior goes to the controls for the ride supposedly, and like the the arrow he pulls it up to the level he pulls it up to is just like it says like danger, danger level. It's like why would they build the ride to be at a dangerous level? Exactly. They always got to do that in the movies though. Yeah. High voltage. See, they could have they could have licensed problem child by acdc they'd have another song to cut to not always the george thurgood song yeah maybe they were maybe they wanted to but the george thurgood song they were just like maybe maybe he really believed in the script and he was just like fucking i'll give it to you for free you can play as many times as you want he probably just gave them a bulk discount on the song yeah. <laughs> he's like it's like the more you actually play it the cheaper it gets the license exactly that looks like fucking cory feldman right there i was gonna Chubby say Oh, all the, 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 the tapioca are... The fucking uh, scorer in this scene. It's a great scene, though, because like, the footage of like the ride spinning is obviously artificially sped up. And then mm-hmm. the shots of people sitting in the ride, like little, whatever they are, buggies or whatever, it's like <laughs> in front of like a projector screen. Like It's so cool looking. That shot is so fucking epic yeah. looking. Just everybody it's... in the crowd, everybody getting nailed with the fucking puke. I love seeing this shit in movies. Like fucking the, uh, when it, like I remember the first time I watched uh, Detroit Rock City, the mm-hmm. scene where this sh- kind of puking shot showed up. I was just like fucking. I for some reason I love that you can see the hose behind a lot of them too. If you look to the side. I wonder. I wonder if that happened uh, over the weekend at like a, like a baseball stadium or something. How everybody was drinking all that Bud Light, and then they saw that commercial with that girl on it, and then everybody started puking up their Bud Light like that all over each other. <laughs> that would have been fucking awesome. This is so gross. If you think about that, that <laughs> those two people amazing. just leaning over, puking on their kid, and the kid had his head down like, "No more, no more." That, that's when the movie hits like a fucking peak, almost. Hmm. Which which did it first, that scene or the shit in the, the sand lot where they try to chew tobacco on a spinning ride and then they start barfing everywhere like that? Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. I thought the sand lot was maybe a year before this, but it, and now I think it might have been a year after it. But either way, somebody was stealing that genius Kenya. Fucking Werner Kenya. Herzog, if he was smart, would, would, would craft a whole story and a movie around that scene happening like... Like like all his all his characters all his stories like it, it all interweaves into this moment where these twenty two people get on a ride together and puke all over each other. Fucking yeah, Warner, you idiot. Warner, get off your fucking stop making the Cave of Dreams in three D and fucking make a uh, Pukey Co the spinning ride. Fucking stop being a fucking coward. Make yeah. fucking Problem Child three. There was this extraordinary child. event. Many who could not recall. And it was at an amusement park in Tennessee in the 1800s. People Wonderful. got on a swirling, whirly derber of tremendous force. It was tremendous force. And they all vomited their tapioca. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite it's... remarkable and something I'll never forget. Exactly. That would, he, could, he could just make it like a fucking documentary and I would watch <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Look you ever see the one about the guy who got ate by the bear? This is very yeah. tremendous footage of your husband getting eaten by a bear. You should never watch this. I am now going to destroy the footage after I watched. <laughs> <laughs> Timothy was eaten by the bear. I saw it. 
I saw the animal <laughs> shit him out, I and I will now destroy the footage. Did he say shit him out? <laughs> no, he didn't say that. <laughs> he did tell her, though, that he was going to destroy the footage now, though. Exactly. Would you, like, would you call the cops if you came home and your house was like this? Or would it just be like, well, fucking, she's got, she's got a lot of money and she wants... What's what's weird though is it was all directed, it was all uh, decorated blue and red by him, and then she just came in and made it more red. But like, I would be pissed because dude, he probably spent fifty grand buying those pool tables and a projector and shit back then. Was it cheap? Like, like he had that place tricked out, like super fucking. It was like an amusement park in there, and she just came in and did all this ugly fucking. I don't know what you call it, explosion of terrible decorating. She's. It's literally like he was the original Nightmare on Elm Street, and she is Nightmare on Elm Street too in all the sequels, bringing in the red, changing the blue door to the red door. Fucking. They, uh, they should have uh, filmed an alternate version where he just is like he's all into her, and he just like fucks her like right here. He takes her upstairs <laughs> and fucks her, and then she's like, "We have to get rid of Junior," and then like he unadopts him and sends him back to the orphanage. <laughs> That would have made the movie so much better. I know, and the and then the rest of the movie is just the grandpa like living off her money and like loving it and shit. Junior like fucking living in the orphanage again. Yeah. Like he Junior's totally fucked, and like Junior's really at that age at this point that like nobody will adopt him. And then we got it set up for part three where he starts fucking riding the bow tie killer again, and he's <laughs> like, I, "I want to team up. We're gonna fucking kill my dad. We're both gonna go after him." See, fucking Marvel Cinematic Universe, they could be rebooting this franchise right now. Oh, they now, could right now. Because... They're too fucking stupid. They are too fucking stupid. They're like, maybe we can uh, figure out the twenty-fifth screenplay in a row where a, a woman discovers her power and becomes the hero, not that we need, but that we deserve. It's like, okay, whatever. Fucking change it to the mom and the son, and Junior yeah. Junior can be a fucking girl too. Fucking yeah. make the series, make it about a daughter and a fucking mom or whatever. Exactly. This is funny that their mailbox is just a recreation of their actual house. That is funny, and it's such a Pretty bad female. prop. Did you notice when the mail person like opened it up, it was all wobbly and shit? Exactly. Yeah. Fuck! Did you see it said Healy nine eleven? It did. Fucking. This movie predicted 9-11. It, it, it didn't predict it. It made it. It manifested it. The the, the Saudis. Yeah. Whoever it was. It wasn't the Saudis, was it? I don't remember. Who Actually, it was. yeah, it was the Saudis. But the problem is, Probably. like, that was what caused all that big shit. It was, it was the Saudis, but then Bush tried to pretend like it was the Iraqis, I guess. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I was remembering the fucking, the, the, the fake yeah. blue pill version. <laughs> the loose change documentary. <laughs> Yeah, this is another fucking terrific scene where he fucking. Yeah. This is this is more great absurdist humor. Yeah. Like we're just let's have a scene where fucking Junior gets so bored that he yeah. starts just fucking around and he tries to fucking. Uh, I, I kept thinking that was a weed leaf on that medallion. Yeah, I thought it the, was. I was like, oh, it's dank. He's got a, a weed medallion. It's just the lighting hitting it. Like fucking like yeah he he literally gets nippy into a trance and he just he turns into a, a stuffed animal basically yeah I actually felt bad and like because nippy turns into like he's he's trying to say like oh I'm gonna hypnotize you so you'll stay very still until Lawanda comes and he'll jump up and attack her which but I think the problem was is like <laughs> nippy just never saw Lawanda you know what I yeah. mean. That's probably what it was. He fucked up. He wasn't even paying attention. <laughs> it's like it's like that's fine, but then you have to go put Nippy's corpse in front of Lawanda so he'll come alive and attack her. 
But instead, he just got bored. He's like, oh, you're just a rock now. And he just tosses him into the fucking garbage. <laughs> he throws him away. Yeah, he just threw him away. Oh, you know what I just thought of? Fucking Reba McIntyre is Wanda. Oh, that would be so hot. Whenever they remake the, the second one from the yeah. Marvel Universe. I was thinking uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Have you seen that new trailer she's in where, where she gets hired to fuck a 19-year-old boy? And she's like, sure, I'll do it. Fucking, they don't make movies like that. I am stoked. I know. I'm stoked. I can't believe it. Another milk money type of movie. It is. That's what we need. And then, and then, like, Junior comes to his room and the Wanda, like, threw away all his space age shit and made it all a clown room, which we know he hates. <laughs> I, which... love, I love that he has pet cockroaches that he just yeah. had throughout the whole... They're like, it, a, it all... it's like an ant farm, but it's like a dollhouse filled with cockroaches. Why would you ever let that kid have that? Which is amazing. I mean, I mean, I That's I saw it last night and I wanted to have it. That's how great of a dad John Ritter is. Yeah. He knows he's a prom child, but he's like, yeah, have a roach yeah, motel. Here. What could go wrong with this shit? Exactly. He, I think he's like uh, secretly like a sadist, maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's kind of a fetish thing for him. He wants his son to fuck up his like getting pussy and shit. Well, it's like one of those things like if you trap your wife and you're like, you can't go here, you can't do this because you might cheat. They're just going to want to cheat more. So it's like it's like he lets him have the cockroaches. He's like, I'm letting you have the cockroaches. Like you could you could pull a prank, or you could pull a stunt, and you know. But but it's like he's trusting if he gives him the cockroaches, he won't release them. Mm-hmm. Do we get a shot of a cockroach in between her boobies? I think we do, because uh, I think that's when it, where I climaxed last night. <laughs> she it gets in between her boobies and she uses her tits to squish it, and it fucking it fucking it, all that juice mm-hmm. comes out of it. I like how they act like she just ate a cockroach, and then all of a sudden the cockroach is like, instead of being in the salad she chewed up, it's all of a sudden on her face. Oh my god, this is fucking scene. This is a, like the recreation of the end of the original Creep Show movie, where that dude was in that room with all those cockroaches. <laughs> They're fucking on her face, she doesn't even know. What's funny the one... is the, the mixture of uh, like real cockroaches that are clearly crawling around and John Ritter stepping on. Like, for real, like he just splatted some real ones right there, you could tell. Yeah. The the real ones getting splatted and the combination of the obviously plastic ones. Like, why even have the plastic ones if, if like, because, like, there's only a few plastic ones. The majority of them are real cockroaches. Oh, th- yeah. yeah, that's where he's, he laid down in the cockroaches. Yeah, he, he had to have killed a couple. Yeah. I maybe mean, maybe at this point, PETA didn't care about cockroaches. They probably didn't. Their 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 reach of understanding loving animals didn't go to down to cockroach level at a time. I don't know why they they care about cockroaches now. Cockroaches are disgusting. I mean, especially too, because cockroaches will survive everything. So, like, say you have cockroaches, right? Like at your house mm-hmm. or your apartment building, mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, you can kill billions and billions of them, put all these traps out, right? Like the next spring or whatever, like cockroaches will just be back like you know what i mean mm. i love the back of his jacket it's so gross like that was actually the the back of his jacket is actually what grossed me out the most in this whole movie <laughs> that's a great gag when he turns yeah. around I know. <laughs> so i wanted to talk a little bit about the production of this movie so like i always thought the reason they made this sequel so fast was like the studio was like hey this was cheap to make and it made a lot of money the first one made a lot of money but actually, you know, the, the writers of the original one, they're like, hey, you know, we had a hit. We want to have another hit. Let's do a sequel. And Universal was like, nah, we're not going to do a sequel to Problem Child. And they're like, why not? They're like, this fucking kid's going to grow up too quick. Like, we're not going to take time to develop a movie and then he's just going to be too old. So that's why they were like, oh, let's do it super fast. And the writers were so pissed at the studio for like the way they were treating them 
that they intentionally um, wrote the movie to be as gross and like lowbrow as possible. And they said they're, they, they basically handed in like they're trying to make a John Waters movie. <laughs> and that uh, like the guy when he did um, a podcast interview like a few years ago, he revealed that like that the original one, I think it's like this scene actually right here because I noticed in this scene, Junior says something that's obviously dubbed was the original uh, cut of it actually got an R rating. Cause, and they had to replace Junior telling uh, John Ritter that he was too pussy whip on the Wanda. And, like, he said, I forget what he said. I don't have the subtitles on my version. But he said something real weird, like a real word. He's like, you're uh, plar, blah, blah, blah. Like, he just, I can't remember what it was. It was another word, but he was like, you're perrumped or something. I don't know what he said. But, it, but yeah, it was like literally taking the word pussy whipped out. Is got the mm-hmm. lower rating. Fucking his science project is fucking Kino. That's Chad. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I laugh when they show the the teacher in the, the big diaper. <laughs> the, okay, does he still does he just think still think that shit just blew his ass out? He doesn't realize a firecracker went off up his ass. Yeah. I hope so. I hope that he's that fucking ch- Chad that he would fucking think that. Yeah. The puppet show scene. Hey, I love the puppet show scene. <clears throat> does she have him fuck? That's what I would have done. Yeah, so so the, they, these kids are put on a puppet show, like they're hiding behind the thing, the puppets. But then, like you notice, like the hands, like you know, the puppets get pulled down, and then they pop back up. There's like a scuffle, then they pop back up, and it's obviously a different voice, which it does sound like Junior's doing the puppet show with her, like they're teaming up. But it turns out it's actually just the girl doing the voices, and then like yeah, she tied up her classmates to take over the puppet show. It does sound like Junior and her. It does. Do both voices. It's weird. Yeah. They- or if they did that to switch it around, make us think it really is Junior. I guess they're just like they're you know nobody's gonna call us out on Problem Child Two for you know playing you exactly. know. When you said when you said that the fucking they wanted to make it like a John Waters movie, it fucking hit me like that's exactly what it is. I like know. I I could never like kind of pinpoint it yeah. before, but like that's perfect description of it. Yeah. I don't know if studios would would really want to make a, a this lowbrow of a comedy nowadays. Exactly. Because <laughs> everybody around the studios yeah. now thinks that it's their job to reprogram America and teach us valuable lessons. Oh, yeah. Fucking, apparently, apparently that's how it, it's kind of ended up working, which is fucking weird. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> so I guess they, they're like, fucking, uh, I, guess, I guess we're going to take that to heart now or something. Yeah. I actually, I actually like that. I don't really watch movies to be entertaining anymore. I need, I like to uh, be lectured too about what's right and what's wrong. Exactly. The the age of entertainment is gone. Yeah. The the age of edutainment is here. Mm-hmm. Now fucking uh, everything you got to watch eighteen movies in a series to follow yeah. it. Well, I'm kind of fucked too with those shitty Marvel movies. Was uh, I? I did. I really, really, really did not like those TV shows they made. And now, like now, it's like, oh, 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 get ready for the Marvels. I'm like, okay, but like, I, in order to know who's who and where they came from, now I got to go back and watch a TV show I miss Marvel that I didn't want to watch. Like that's like the most ass backwards way. Is like, I got to go watch eight hours of shit I don't want to watch now to go watch a two hour movie. I'm like. I think mm-hmm. I'm maybe going to tap out on it. <laughs> exactly. You, fucking, you watch good films, some good Kino, like The Whale? Did you watch The Whale yet? I, I haven't seen The Whale yet, but uh, 
I was watching some, um, the other night I was watching some uh, classic Kino with Ryan Gosling, and I was watching Only God Forgives. Oh, do you like that movie? I've never seen it. You know, like, I didn't know what to think of it the first time I seen it when it came out, but I watched it again yesterday, or the other day, and it's like, yeah, it's actually really fucking good. I've always heard that that's uh, too pretentious, people say. It's actually not pretentious, because there's, like, no deeper meaning in it. It's just very fucking uh, slow-paced. It's just, like, about this guy who's a cop who's, like, basically going to kill everybody in the movie one by one. Mm-hmm. We're seeing the scene where fucking the grandpa discovers <laughs> Nippy. I love the Nippy doll that they made too. It's so creepy. It looks plastic, but yet it's got like little hairs glued to it. Why don't these fucking prop memorabilia making sites make the fucking yeah, replica really. Nippies? By the way, like nippy. you can supposedly buy like critters off Amazon that look just like the ones in the movie for like forty bucks, and I'm like, yeah, I'm calling bullshit on this. Like, if you order this. It's going. To, it's like some from some weird Chinese company too. I was like, if you order this, it's going to be some ugly fucking. It probably won't even be a critter. Probably be a fucking um, munchie. Motherfucking thing come out looking like boule critter. Boule fucking a ghoulie. Fucking, yeah, ghoulie. <laughs> the, the one that went to college that had the fur on. Yeah, fucking that. That's so funny because like the, they did get more bootleg looking yeah. and always go to college just because yeah. like now they're different effects. Yeah. But like fucking, I I always thought the original ones looked more like uh, like the sliminess of that fucking green one and shit. Like yeah, because the green one he was supposed to go, he was crawling through the what you, the pipes of the toilet. Kind mm. of, I'm kind of shit talking our boy John Carl Beekler's effects, but fucking. They look good, but he needed to make it slimier. I mean, I don't think it's really his fault because, like, his the the movies where he had more money looked better. So mm-hmm. probably just didn't. Oh, have did he do the? Time. Did he do the first ones too? I don't know, but like he did like the awesome Jason suit for Jason Seven, mm-hmm. where he's like a zombie and you can see all his bones coming through the meat and shit. So exactly. This is the scene where fucking basically he puts his foot down. Our boy John Ritter, he's like, fucking listen, Junior, I'm going to fuck LaWanda, and I'm going to fuck her right on your bed. (laughs) He does tell him that. And look at the armrest in this car. Like, it's so big. Like, I love how it's, like, luxurious. It has that roll-up part. I remember some car my mom had had that. I I keep thinking, like, man, what is it this kid does that is the, the final straw that snaps John Ritter and it's just, like, he has to keep upping it. So every one of these is, like, something that would fucking, like, would have made like a real parent just like fucking get rid of you disown you <laughs> well i love too that like john ritter's the problem child of this movie because he just wants to go fuck this one isn't this funny that all of a sudden they <laughs> they show these like uh, gay dog catchers and he's like he's like oh like you know do you have a dog that has a problem we hear there's rabies you know in this neighborhood he's like oh I'll go get the dog and like when junior goes in all of a sudden the one dog catcher wants to fuck the other one real bad and he's like no we're not here we have to be professional and like i know people are probably hearing this thinking like oh they're just joking that it's like no like those t- these two guys in this fucking whatever pg kids movie they really wanted to fuck so i mean I forgot that happened i always forget about for it, all yeah. the diversity and inclusion that's going on in beautiful year of our lord 2023 fucking problem child too was blowing your ass out of the water because disney is talking about maybe possibly they're thinking about conceiving in the future having the first gay couple in one of their films for the for the first time and you know fucking 18 movies because it's like me and my problem child too is like nah yeah these guys they drive around they uh they are fake dog catchers they tell you to eat puppy chow and then they fuck when they're like in between jobs 
Oh my god, this is so much just a fucking John Waters movie. I never It is. I never noticed. I think it's funny too that like uh what's his name? Uh what's the dog's name? Zippy? What is it? Nippy. Nippy. Yeah, Nippy he basically his problem is is that he can't shit, so they give him a uh, like a bowl of like dog shit. Like it the puppy chow or dog chow, whatever it is, like it looks like shit, and then it makes him shit instant. Look at that. <laughs> it looks like a pile of fucking Oogie Boogie's worms from Nightmare Before Christmas. All the fucking. Look, where was all these snakes Nippy was eating that he hit his shit out? It's just, like the fact that it just becomes like an infomercial almost, mm-hmm. where it's like they're probably yeah. talking about. They're talking in the camera saying, you should buy. This. I, I like too, okay, like uh junior's like what's in that box you got there it says danger on it and they said oh these are uh, rabid blood samples and then like they they get up they act like they're gonna drive away somehow all of a sudden we talk about a leap of faith we have to believe that uh uh junior because uh john ritter and lawanda were going to do their blood test so they could get married all of a sudden he steals the rabid blood he he sneaks into like the fucking county commissioner of health or whatever the fuck this is office he switches the like all this happens off camera like we could have done a good 20 minute scene of junior sneaking into the health board to replace the fucking uh blood samples exactly fuck that's what a keynote chad would have yeah. done i think they wanted to do that but like fucking they were just so pressed for time making the movie yeah. That that shot of the fucking rabid dog, fucking blood underneath the microscope. Yeah, it was a cartoon of like some snakeheads and shit. It, it almost seems like like ironic, like they wanted it to look as bad as possible, yeah. and then just like his reaction is even funnier because he goes, "Whoa, whoa!" <laughs> yeah, like I mean, to be fair, if I looked into a microscope and saw a cartoon too, I would fall off my chair. So exactly, very very Roger Rabbit. Yeah, and then and then these uh, paramedic guys come in. They see Luanda. She's got a. Uh, she was eating a cupcake. She got frosting on her mouth. They think she's foaming at the mouth. That was very chill. Joaquin, do you think Junior had that plan too? He got oh, the yeah. cupcake there to give to oh, Luanda. Yeah. He well, the the, th- the another deleted scene was he was actually uh, underneath the coffee table there. She wasn't even going to eat the cupcake, and then he just he like reached up and handed it to her, and that mm. is that what made her eat. <laughs> I like that drawing he did of Teen Wolf that was supposed to be Lawanda's if she turned into a wolf. I forgot. I'm, see, I'm laughing at the movie because I, I didn't get a chance to watch it before we did this. I'm yeah. just, I've been so fucking busy this last know, couple. Babe. Yeah. That's okay. And then and then I made you do the show Sick tonight too, so. Fucking, not Sick, just fucking, I was real bummed out before we started. Good thing. I was going to say, baby, fun. I was like, if you're bummed out, like, don't sit around and just be bummed out the rest of the night. Watch Problem Child 2. Do a do a commentary for the half-ass movie Graveyard. And then uh, then you'll be feeling better. This fucking movie is... It's hard to be fucking sad watching this movie. I'm not I'm not going to lie. I was I was exhausted when I finished watching it the, uh, last night. And uh, it totally... Uh, you know, sometimes you just get really tired. And you, you mentally, you kind of feel shitty, too. You're like, oh, man, life sucks. You know, I feel shitty. But like yeah, watching this actually pepped me up. Fucking this, I'm gonna go ahead and say, fucking people say Citizen Kane is like a, a fucking great movie. I think we've already surpassed Citizen Kane, and we do. Oh yeah, this movie has a four point six on IMDb. Mm. It's so or four point eight. Yeah, that is insane. That's that's just those review bombing critics though. 
professional okay. critics in this country they try to ruin everything yeah so there's this crazy guy uh, in the hallway not in the hallway but in the hospital room across the hallway from the wanda's room and his thing is he's going into the regular hospital to have plastic surgery because he wants the most giant pinocchio nose like impossible so of course junior switches the uh, thing even though like the drawing was clearly of a man getting the surgery but the doctor's like oh this is the person getting the surgery. again like 20 minutes were cut out where we don't show that they perform plastic cosmetic surgery on Lawanda against her will and nobody like she wasn't even scheduled for her surgery obviously she was just recovering from having rabies and they're like oh she you know she's just here to fucking get a giant nose fucking i wish it was that easy to get health care in this country i know you gotta sign so much paperwork i know fucking insurance companies all this bullshit this I... is another fucking terrific memorable scene too yeah the pizza place I have to say, this pizza sauce, like, this is actually kind of what grossed me out the most. This is the most disgusting pizza in cinematic history. Because, like, Like when they start having this pizza fight here, yeah, it's like the pizza sauce is actually made out of red KY jelly. Basically, to get the effect, they just, uh, yeah, they, they, they weren't really concerned about how the pizza looked. It was just all about getting the effect whenever it's, like, they're peeling it off their face and shit. It literally is reminiscent of the cockroach scene from Nightmare on Elm Street 4, where the fuck her skin comes off and the cockroach is underneath. Like when this lady, this uh, young lady that's fucking on a date with Gilbert Godfrey for some reason. She's such a bimbo too with her giant tits out. Yeah. Fucking Stacy. I know. <laughs> it, it's, it makes you realize that, like, of all the people in this movie, like, the guy you probably actually really want to be is Gilbert Godfrey. Mm hmm. He's, he's the King Chad. Okay, okay. I'm gonna pass you on to the sixth grade so I can go fuck some young girls. Okay, Junior. Okay, okay, okay. He's so Chad. He's super fucking Chad. The fact that that's not his real voice, I, I didn't know that for the longest time. Me too. Like, because he actually started out, I mean, obviously he was a comedian shit, but I started seeing him in commercials and shit when I was a kid. And I remember me and my dad always being like, God, that guy's so obnoxious. Why they cast him, you know? And like, fucking, he just made that voice so he could make millions of dollars. That's so fucking Chad. He said one of my favorite lines in the movie that I always remember, his reaction to getting a meatball thrown at him by Junior. He says, you obnoxious kids, you should be locked in cages. Mm. Oh, God. And he blows the KY out of his mouth. Oh. God. So gross. This is so gross. Speaking of cages, we we forgot to mention Junior's uh his whatever circus bed is like is actually a cage that he gets locked into at night mm-hmm. to sleep in. I think they show it later. I can't imagine like I love fucking pizza, but I can't I imagine eating this pizza. I actually However, had pizza for lunch. I literally can't imagine like ever just like something that would look like that on my face, oh, God. like like chili. Like what is that? Imagine like uh, just lifting it up to your like mouth to eat it, and it smells like white chili. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it just literally becomes a, a a scene of an entire restaurant of people throwing pizza, throwing uh, spaghetti on each other. Junior kind of has one of the most cinematic laughs of all time. He does. Imagine if they could have done an R-rated version of Problem Child where Junior actually cussed. How awesome that would be. Mm-hmm. Fucking the... They fuck him and the... <laughs> That's what it seemed like it was like going to happen here, yeah. I can't even fucking bring myself to say it. <laughs> no, don't say it. Um, Junior's teeth are so good in this, too. The little girl's actually a good actress. She's like, hey, well, um, 
you know, I hate every guy that my mom goes out with, but your dad's actually not that bad. Fucking that scene where he, uh, they were fucking, the, he mimed like he was throwing something in her face and she yeah. knelt back and yeah, you could like, see her boobies yeah. outlined in her shirt. She Stacey. wears some sexy shit in this movie. She's very Stacy. Amy Yazbeck is very hot. We, we cannot deny that. Us stating it yeah. or us denying it does not change the truth of it. Exactly. This, uh, this is the thing he does that fucking breaks the camel's back, right? When he switches and makes her get the... Or no, he doesn't even know this happens. Mm-mm, nobody does. LaWanda didn't even know. She, she's waking up grabbing the bandages off her face. She doesn't even know that she had plastic surgery today. John, John Ritter never finds out this happens. He never sees her, yeah. With her baby. yeah. He probably would still marry her anyway, though. He was such a dick. He shows up, She shows up already with it fixed. I feel yeah I know I feel like uh, the reason they should have wrote it like how they should have wrote it would have been like the reason he gives in and agrees to marry LaWanda is he's just tired of fucking all the other moms of the like the school or like you know where they live and um because yeah. at first uh, the nurse wouldn't go out with him because she was afraid what her daughter would do to John Ritter and, like they, that's how they should have wrote it where he's like he's just into submission he's like alright I'll just marry LaWanda just get it over with I'm tired of fucking all these lame single moms here his dick is literally too sore at this point. Yeah. Like, he's developed, like, some weird uh, reaction to, yeah. to coming so much. Yeah. Like, his urethra is, like, stiff and, like, mm-hmm. it's starting to, like, fucking, uh, I don't know, get crusty or something. So he's, he's got to stop. He's like Arnold Schwarzenegger in the documentary where he's always like, he's like go, go to the gym, I'm coming. I'll go here, I'm coming. Like, that's literally mm-hmm. John Ritter. Like, he can't even go get ice cream without, like, the sales girl, like, blowing him. He's like, exactly. fuck, I just want to skip. Like, his dick. So it's like that thing of, like, either when you're a kid and you, uh, you know, that's actually how men get AIDS from having sex with women is uh, if you fuck too much, like, too often, too many women, but also just even with the same woman, uh, like, you're, the, the actual skin rubs off on your dick, like, on the sides usually. Um, mm. And it creates what they call a micro tear of your, your penis skin. And, like, that's how the AIDS virus gets in from the, you know, vaginal secretion. Oh yeah, that pro- that yeah. probably would have happened to John. Ritter I can only in this movie. I can only come when I'm getting contracting AIDS now. Yeah, yeah. I'm so. <laughs> you ever see the... that? Was, that was such a dumb joke. I had to just jump over you. You Sorry ever see all that. those AIDS commercials they got on? Um, uh, well, actually, technically they're not AIDS commercials, but the the commercials are they're always on YouTube. Uh, and like it's like a, a drug you take to like actually prevent like pretty much somehow make it impossible for you to catch AIDS and there's always this one guy he's like he's like HIV is not a concern for me <laughs> I'm like oh okay king <laughs> he is a fucking king I still want to see a giant Murph come in and fucking lick his okay. finger like three fingers and shove it up there and the, start going yeah time. the love rock as they call it it's like this asteroid that fell years ago in the town and like it's got the heart card out of it, but it's like glowing red from the inside like how radioactive is this shit after 50 years it still glows red in the middle of the night they go up to it and he, he asks it to fucking kill yeah. Lawanda basically because he doesn't want his dad to marry Lawanda. <laughs> yeah he's like please, he's like love rock please I mean it's so sad both kids put their hands on it and they're like please let our parents fall in love and get married like they just want their parents to be together and I'm I just like how like this is so absurd like yeah. fucking 
the fact that they thought to put that in the movie it's such a like an iconic image like uh, first of all he's wearing the red raincoat from fucking don't look now is he, he is. a midget or is that fucking junior the fucking it could be both. but like it was it was that scene where the kids go up to touch the love rock and make the wish that's that's at that point now that's when i knew the screenwriting was getting really good in this movie mm-hmm. fucking they're, they're, this is good who what else did they go on to write i have to know I don't know. I should have looked their shit up. Yeah, see, look, he looks at Junior's. Like, that's a cage. Like, there's no way Junior can get in and out of that. It's just bars and cage. Despite all of his rage. Despite all my rage, I'm still just a junior in a cage. Ow. Who will say that my devil Mary Lawanda is a... Ow. Don't. Yes. <laughs> Fucking uh, our boy... Joey Corrigan, what is yeah. that his name? Yeah, yeah that's his Corrigan? name. <laughs> Joey Corrigan. <laughs> Joey Corrigan. That was Corrigan. Billy Corrigan. <laughs> he should have showed up in this movie. Do Do you Billy know Corrigan. you actually can't call? You're not. He doesn't allow people to call him Billy Corrigan anymore. He doesn't. Is yeah. it like Prince with the symbol. So, I, well, no. He like it's even worse. Like <laughs> he, you have to call him by his full name now. Like everything that he puts out refers to himself as William Patrick Corrigan. Why? I guess he wants us to know his... Like, I kind of get wanting to go from Billy to William if, like, your your name is actually William, you know what I mean? But, like, to throw in the middle name, too, is so ridiculous. Fucking, you, you've already... We've known you all this time, Billy. Fucking, imagine if Billy Joel changed his name all of a sudden. Fucking, yeah, like, to Joey I'm, Joel. I'm, I'm William Patrick. Yeah, I'm William Joel. Patrick Joel. The world is a vampire. I found this fucking awesome design of a Billy Joel shirt. It's made to look like a black flag shirt. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I actually like black Billy flag... Joel. Yeah. I have a couple of his early albums. They're not bad. Hell yeah. Kino shit. His Very big Kino. hits do suck. Like Uptown Girl. Like, don't get me wrong. That shit is pure trash. I like that song. Okay. I like that song. Okay. It's Just not my favorite. Uptown Girl. It's like, okay. He's one of those guys that like can still hit those high notes too. Mm-hmm. Like as he got older. Yeah. From from the most recent shit I've heard. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he's still you know good. Fucking usually like people who sing high when they're younger, they they fucking kick themselves for that because it's like they're only gonna be able to do that so long. Like once they get older, yeah. they gotta tune down all their shit and fucking. Fuck. Not him though. Yeah, our boy Getty Lee had a, as he got older, he had to have testicles removed to keep the voice high. Fucking wouldn't surprise me. Mm. Like fucking, uh, like Marilyn Manson got one of his uh, ribs removed to suck his testicles. I yeah. would fucking just get my testicles removed and put them in my mouth. Fucking Marilyn Manson, if he was smart, instead of having his ribs removed so he could bend over and suck his own dick, he should have just had his dick transplanted to his chin so then it'd just be easier to put his dick in his own mouth. Exactly. Just put your dick in your mouth. It's always in there. It's always wet and moist. Yeah. It's like a bacteria farm that's always enjoyable. It's mm-hmm. like uh, going back to our boy Joey Corgan. Um, I actually just randomly came across a Howard Stern clip uh, where he was talking about like uh, when he was writing all his early good songs, like nobody ever liked him, like in his management team in the record company. So he actually uh, wrote that song... Uh, 
I always like reversing, get it fucked up. Whatever it is, bullet with butterfly wings, the fucking the world is a vampire. He actually wrote that in, to intentionally write a dumb fucking rock song to be like, okay, you fuckers want me to do dumb power chord rock shit, and then they loved it and they're like, they're like, just keep making that song, just keep making that song. Genius. Yeah. Fucking genius. The fucking best songs are whenever the the artists are trying to make intentionally bad songs yeah. to get dropped by their label or whatever. Fucking. Well, that's kind of like, what happened with this movie, baby. The the writers were pissed off, so they made it as filthy as they could. And now you love it. Exactly. Fucking. Basically, at this point, fucking Junior. Everybody there at the wedding. Wanda showed up. He tried to trip her so that the dad would see her before he said I do. Mm-hmm. And she already. She's so fucking rich. She already had that nose job atrocity fixed overnight she told you because because when she took the veil off junior's like ha ha look at her big nose and then she, and she's normal and she's like yeah i paid triple time plastic surgery could you imagine like how good that healing factor is like she has wolverine's healing factor to keep healing like within hours of major cosmetic surgery mm-hmm. fucking and then uh our girl shows up with the fucking love rock on a uh, on a can what's that called the the tractor forklift? yeah baby tractor and then fucking it, it's like a critter ball coming at us wouldn't that be funny if the the pussy on that thing was leaving a puddle every time it yeah. got on the ground <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> why does the priest like jump into the water fountain like is there nowhere else he could have run to get out of the way of the giant boulder coming fucking. It's not just a boulder, baby. It's a rock, too. It's a love rock, yeah. Like with a pussy on it. With a, yeah, the one that you can fuck. Um, if John Waters had directed this, uh, she would have like survived because it, the pussy would have been big enough, and yeah. would have just she would have fucking slid right into it. Exactly. Like it was like the end of the movie where like. What's that movie where it ends? Fucking the John Waters movie where it ends with fucking uh, Johnny Knoxville flying up into the sky and com- coming, literally. Oh, I always wanted to see that. That You spoiled it for me now. Um, <laughs> I think that's low down, dirty shame. Yeah. Exactly. Basically, we talked over the ending. Basically, it, it happens really fast. They just say, uh, for some reason, uh, what's his name? Even though he was in love with the, the little girl's mom, the nurse, like... Like all of a sudden he just was still gonna marry Lawanda. Like what is like what the fuck is wrong with John Ritter in this it, movie? It was basically it was basically played off like it was just happening so fast and he wasn't like he didn't know what to do. He, but he <laughs> went and got dressed up in the tux and everything yes. and went to the wedding and he's just like, Oh Yeah, it it's played very cartoony. It's played very cartoony. Yeah, I mean, at a certain point, like it went from even being like a silly comedy movie to being all that talk of that nose job though. Like it was weird. Like I remember um, kind of early on, um, I think shit was called the Chop House on Sunset. Me and my boy were hanging out and we were talking to a girl, and she was all like, "You have a weird accent. Where are you from?" She's like, "Yeah, I can hear it in your voice." But anyway, she's like, "I'm I'm from Pennsylvania because I'm from Ohio originally." And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, she started telling us, she's like, yeah, I, I had my nose done, and I did it back in Pennsylvania because it was cheaper there. And blah, blah. And I'm like, why would you, like, this is the first time, I, first and only time I ever talked to this girl. She was kind of weird. Uh, she's one of those girls that would, like, talk to you for half an hour in a bar, and then her boyfriend comes up, and is just like, why were you talking to us this whole fucking time? <laughs> but it's like, yeah, it was like one of those things, and me and my buddy were like, yeah, yeah, like, whatever, like, you know, like, you know is one of us going to fuck you like how does this work but um but like if you meet somebody for the first time and you have no frame of reference of what they used to look like before their plastic surgery why would you admit to having plastic surgery yeah 
I never would. No. I guess some people don't. It's like if I had a fucking hair transplant to make my hair better, like I wouldn't be like going around like, hey, yeah, yeah, you like my hairstyle? Yeah, yeah, oh, it's all fake, you know? Yeah. I don't, that's a great ending. It fucking, is. The grandpa's like, why the fuck aren't you going to marry Lawanda? She's loaded. He's like, you like her so much, you marry her. He's like, oh, yeah, He's I will. Like, and then Lawanda <laughs> is willing to marry him. That's what's fucked up. It's just like, oh, we could have cut through this shit. Yeah, so then they throw another M80 in this giant, like, six foot tall wedding cake. It makes it into a rocket. Like, you actually see, like, <laughs> ro- like multiple rocket things propelling on the bottom of it, it falling up. And then the grandpa and Lawanda become covered in, like, actually, not just covered, but, like, they're actually kind of uh, trapped inside this giant wedding cake. Exactly, and then it shows them walking off as a happy family as the credits roll. It's it's a great ending. I love it. Uh, Nippy was played by Barclay. Barclay. That's he really was working hard though, because usually whenever there's an animal in a movie, there's like three or four, especially dogs. They always get three or four different dogs to try to play the same one. It's like this. This was all the same dog the whole time. Like all the big yeah. shits he did that were covered in oogie boogie worms. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I suppose to play with dolls. Barkley dolls are for girls. And that line from fucking from uh, Child's Play Three. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't even know if that's the line. I couldn't remember it really. The only was, line uh, I remember from Child's Play Three is like, huh, "Chucky's gonna be a bro." <laughs> hell yeah. Fucking cringiest um, fucking dialogue ever. Well, th- they needed to make a movie where he gets Chucky actually is able to possess a fucking child. And he immediately pulls his cock out and measures it to see yeah. how big it is. Man, I'm stuck with this tiny dick. Fucking, that's what we needed. Is it just me, or did the child's play just devolve into like the worst shit ever as it went on and on? I'm still, I'm watching that TV series. Are you? Yeah. Did you learn any life lessons about it's, members of our community? It's very goofy, but fucking. It, it, it's something to watch. It's something to yeah, watch. Yeah, I actually, I actually want, believe it or not, I actually want to watch it just because I like Jennifer Tilly. Like, I miss her. Fucking Jennifer Tilly. Fucking Jennifer Stacy. Jennifer Tilly. The only 63 year old woman I want to fucking motorboat me. Fucking, I want to motorboat up a plenty 63 year old woman. Yeah. Who else? Fucking, that's when they're at their prime. I would agree with that. <laughs> this fucking song jams. It does. It's like a really generic late 80s, early 90s movie in credits uh, song. So just some guy being like, ah, 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 ah. Oh, yeah. Fucking. Well, they had that great Brian Adams song starting it out. Yeah, they did. They, they need another Brian Adams song. They should have played the fucking, uh, you know, it's true. Everything I do, Everything I, do I do it for you. What was the song he had that was in Jack? Oh, that I think that was uh, I'm 40 room. years old in kindergarten. I There's end up fucking room. my teacher accidentally. <laughs> you know what always blows me away by Jack? I've never like sat down and watched. I've just seen parts of it on cable. Is I'm pretty fucking sure Francis Ford Coppola made Jack. I like, think he did, yeah. Like, yeah, like I think he was about to lose um. By the way, I can't believe there's a fucking Joe Satriani song in this movie. But, um, <laughs> yeah, like, I think he was about to lose his fucking, uh, what do you call it, vineyard or whatever, where he makes the wine, so he needed to pay some bills, so he made Jack. I love Jack. Yeah. I think it's a good movie. Look, they got the Universal Studios Florida sign uh, logo at the end. Let you know mm-hmm. they filmed it there, babe. 
I love that the credits are gold. I know. They're actually pretty to look at. I actually miss when movies have good credits. Like, now when I watch credits of movies, man, like, it's, like, the, the whatever text or whatever is, like, you can tell it's just, like, like computer. You know what I mean? Like, computer program. Whereas, like, yeah. this, like, somebody had to actually, because this is all in a different font, somebody actually had to sit there and, like, make this shit, draw all this shit. Exactly. Fucking then they film it. Mm-hmm. They film it, pretty. baby. So yeah, that's it for Problem Child too. Um, pretty, pretty damn good. Like, like I said, like it's really weird that like the series or like whatever they chose to do was kind of like the first movie is just really all about Junior. Like, like it's pretty much just about Junior doing bad shit to people. But like this one was kind of like it's really about John Ritter's character more and like Junior's like hijinks, hijinks they kind of like just spread throughout just to give you some laughs. But it's really like the main focus of the story is 100% on John Ritter's dating and having sex with all these women. Mm-hmm. What a great plot for a movie. If I, oh yeah, like literally, I if I ever become a director, I'm literally only going to write movies with John Ritter fucking women, and I am going to yeah. get his estate to allow me to deep fake his face onto somebody else. Well, that was yeah, kind of yeah, that was kind of always the innuendo of Three's Company and Jack Tripper was like like they kind of softened it and like watered the show down a little bit as it went on, but like everybody was always convinced like uh, that he was fucking like both girls, and like eventually they did have him do a. A love story with Janet, if I remember correctly, but yeah. Fucking, what a king, what a king. Mm. He he ended up uh, fucking uh, meeting a girl on the show. They get married, and they had this spinoff called Three's a Crowd. Remember I that? remember that briefly. Is that what that was about? Mm-hmm. How did they work in Don Knotts or whatever? They were gone, baby. Oh, they had new characters. New characters. Like the, fu- okay. the fucking, the, his wife's... Uh, uh, annoying dad mm. that's always always trying to fucking split them up in like wacky hijinks kind of way he, he owned jack's bistro he was uh the cook at jack's bistro he had like a surfer dude uh one of the cooks fucking uh i've only seen the pilot there was a whole season season that, or so right yeah i wonder if those things were the, the spinoff or whatever was on a different network than the original show was it? Uh, I don't know. I'm just wondering. Because I remember there was like, a, it would always be the kiss of death when shows would jump networks. Like, I want to say Facts Alive or like some. It's like always these shows that are on f- like for 14 years and then they go to some new network and then they last like a season and a half. Oh, yeah. That movie is, went by so quick. It did. There's like so much we could have talked about that we probably didn't. We're too busy talking about Joey Corrigan, his fucking songs he was forced to, to make and sell millions of albums with. And I out. You see? And I... I think a fucking amazing voice. Voice of an angel. <laughs> I would agree. So I like, too, that he would, like, uh, put the most inane fucking lyrics and songs. And people would actually, it was so deep. Like, that one, he's like, I used to be a little boy. <laughs> so all in my shoes. What I choose is my, my choice. choice. What's the boy supposed, supposed to, to do? do? Meanwhile, the guy's just banging those fucking church bells in the background, making that. The killer in me, me is the killer in you. We, could, we couldn't stop before we uh-huh. said the best line in the song. <laughs> My love. Fucking amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> then he was doing songs. So he probably really loved doing that fucking song for that Batman soundtrack, Batman and Robin. Where he's, where he's in the black turtleneck and he's like all pale and shit. 
You know? I don't know. The first time I saw uh, that music video for Bo- Butterfly Wings, I thought that was uh, fucking, uh, uh, fucking our boy, Eddie Furlong, in the yeah, band. It does look like him. He looked very Furlong-ish when he still had his hair. Exactly. The world is Luanda. Sent to drain the balls of my dad. <laughs> what does she want? Send me to boarding school. I've been know. I always know that I'm going to be sleeping in a clown bed cage. <laughs> I like that they brought back his hatred of clowns. You yeah. think he, what, wouldn't that be whenever they make the MCU version? He yeah. has to ironically, he has to have done a one eighty. He has to be a fan of Insane Clown Posse. Yeah, I see. Well, not, not ICP. There'll be a, a female offshoot of ICP. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Insane Clown Pussy. They paint their pussies up. Insane Clown Pussy. Insane that would be very John. That would be very John Waters because mm-hmm. what was the movie where fucking L7 played the camel lips? Oh, yeah. Fucking Serial Mom, I think that was. Yeah, I think maybe it was. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Oh, yeah. So much Kino to talk about. Mm-hmm. Did, you get so recent, did you get some recent Kino pickups? I haven't, baby. I haven't bought anything in ooh, probably like a month or two. I got that Exorcist 3 4K. Duh, it has... Okay. Has the fucking uh, Legion director's cut in there? I literally, yeah, I literally bought. Like, I'm not shitting you. I literally bought uh, Exorcist three on Blu-ray finally, like three weeks before they announced that 4K. Mm. Which I honestly don't really care. Be real, perfectly honestly, but yeah. it's just I always, I'm always cursed. I, I never get the newest editions. I always get the old edition because I get tired of waiting around. And they're like, okay, and then they're like, okay, we can release it now. We sold one more copy. These motherfuckers need to get to work on fucking uh, Angus Blu-ray 4K. I agree. Who is that that's fucking holding that up? Warner Brothers or something? Warner Brothers. Fucking, they're too busy firing everybody right now. They can't get Blu-rays out anymore. Fucking, uh, I'm looking at the Blu-ray case for this movie, and it's got the cat on it, just like mm-hmm. hanging out next to him, leaning on the, the washer. Let me look at my thing. The cat's got his arms crossed. Oh, yeah, I see him. The cat's not even in this movie, is he? He's not. Because the whole thing was uh, uh, Junior abused that cat in the first one. That actually really wasn't that funny when he abused the cat in the first one, I didn't think. (laughs) It's funny in the the fact that, like, whenever you tell people that he abuses the cat, and then it's not funny. It's funny in that, like, that way, like a dark humor type of way. Yeah, like when you see the cat and his his little arms and legs are broken and he's like got little casts on, he's wobbling. Like it's funny then, but then when you're like, yeah, he he, he like fucking breaks the arms and legs of the cat and the cat has to wobble around, and people are like, what? Like, what, <laughs> why why do they do that? Yeah, I kind of wish we could just do it. We need to find a, another movie or an excuse where we can just do fucking William Patrick Corrigan voices the whole time. We do. That shit was that shit, ever... We did it for about five minutes, but I feel like I'm addicted to it already. I was going to mention that uh, uh, we, we talked about the Beatles. I was going to mention that the fucking Detroit Rock City was almost basically a remake of I Want to Hold Your Hand, which oh. was kind of like Detroit Rock City. Some uh, like three groups, a group of like three girls go to see the Beatles mm. and like go to see them at the Ed Sullivan show. And the mm. fucking one of the girls is Nancy Allen. Mm. Amazing. 
They should they should do a remake of it. Um, he's too old to play it now, but you have to get an actor to look like him. But uh, they should do the one of uh, the the early '90s Morrissey concerts where he couldn't even fucking sing the songs because so many guys had to climb up on stage and hug him and fucking give him all these unwanted kisses on his fucking cheek and shit. Was he the original like red pill like uh, Andrew Tate type of character? Who Morrissey? Like a weird father figure to these guys. Uh, I mean, I think in a weird way, like, I don't think his message really lasts because Morrissey's thing was about, like, nobody would ever love you and nobody would, like, like, basically the people you love will never love you back and, like, you're just unlovable. So I I think Morrissey was trying to end the cycle of love in the world and, like, it just, people are like, oh, like, like, why do that when we could just red pill and then use women like cum dumpsters, but. Oh, yeah. Fucking. So Morrissey was like more like the fucking like uh, the green pill. Like he was like the pill nobody even considered could possibly exist before. Exactly. He was on his own level. He was. Fake ass Robert Smith. Exactly. Fuck Robert Smith. <laughs> For some reason, Robert Smith has a big problem with Morrissey. Like he always brings up interviews and slams. I was just like, all right. And there's there's like this really early TV appearance where like all these people jump on the stage and Morrissey's trying to sing and Robert Smith fucking grabs him and just fucking tackles him to the ground i'm just like all right <laughs> why don't you go mess your hair up and put some more fucking lipstick on you 60 year old bitch <laughs> me me and mac did a uh the cure fucking mm. came gang episode Amazing came gang. we uh fucking ranked all their albums and mm. they've always been a band that it's like i don't really like albums of theirs i like yeah. uh a playlist of a bunch yeah, of different other songs I, I think my favorite cure song is probably pictures of you Probably that's one of them. Yeah, fucking Friday I'm in love. I think is mine. Yeah, the bass line for I think it's a bass line for Friday I'm in love is fucking awesome. Friday sure. I'm in love. Monday go fuck yourself. Tuesday. Tuesday go fuck yourself. Wednesday go, go and fuck, fuck yourself. yourself. It's Thursday. Friday. Go I'm fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's Friday. Don't know your mom. Oh yeah. Um, so good yeah i know i i feel like we're almost at a place where like we probably can't even talk too much about kino anymore because everybody's been so red pilled it's like the message can't even get through anymore Mm-hmm. so much fucking red pill shit fucking <laughs> just coming down sliding out of their pussies they got fucked so hard by the red pill <laughs> it's crazy too because like the red pill was like this amazing thing that happened that like revolutionized our our, our whole world and our way of thinking and and like the the end game of the red pill is to make you go to the gym. Is that isn't that weird that men are in a weird state where it's like they have to be told to like cleaning your room is fine. Yeah. That's a good thing to do. Yeah. Like going to the gym. Go to the gym. <laughs> That's so weird. Guys, go to the gym. You'll feel good. I, I remember finding out that like uh it was it was really uh, common for like guys to not know that you're supposed to like wash your ass like stick Ooh. your hand in there and wash your like they they thought or that a was gay or something yeah yeah they thought that was like gay they're like oh fucking why would you do that and it's like you gotta like do that to get, clean the shit out of your ass <laughs> yeah I saw uh I mean it wasn't a TikTok because I don't use TikTok but I think it was like something somebody reposted a YouTube and uh, some some woman was like angry i don't know what happened like some guy she was dating fell through or some bullshit happened and she was like she's like and i'm supposed to get excited to go on a date with guys don't even wash their ass and i'm like what <laughs> fucking we're we're in a fucking sorry we, we we're at a low point in yeah. the in the man those fear we need to oh, yeah. we need to the pick up the sphere the sphere of men 
We we need help. Fucking uh, there's, need, there's unique problems to solve. We need to bond together and save ourselves from uh, the evils that women do to us. Exactly. The red pill. It's all about that. Yeah. Like, I wonder what age it, it like is inappropriate to like tell like a woman that she's evil. Like, what's the like you know what's the cut out? Like, I mean, obviously a thirty year old woman she can take it, tell her she's evil. But if you see like a twelve year old girl walking down the street, are you allowed to tell her she's evil? I, by the time they're three years old, they should probably have it ingrained in their in their <laughs> mind that they're inherently evil. <laughs> and that, that they were basically the leftovers of man, and uh, fucking it's all their fault. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's so fucking weird oh, like or like really weird is like i used to like get destroyed by women like if i liked a girl and she didn't like me back and i asked her out and and generally they wouldn't say no they'd be wishy-washy and they string along because all women like to have eight guys chasing them shit but like i would get really so fucking upset like even uh, i would say through the the middle half of my 20s i'd say it's like about 25 26 i get so fucking upset you know couldn't get yeah. the girl you want or something and then Rejection it's just like, is hard, baby. Yeah, and it's like, like I get it, but it's just like once you get past that, and especially like once you like get some women and you go through some women, and like, I, like I don't even think a woman could really hurt me. Like at this point, I mean, I understand the shit of like if you're married and you got kids and they take your kids away. Like I understand that shit, but like mm. just just a woman being like, oh, I don't like like if like if I had to ask a woman to dinner now and she's like, oh, no thanks, I'm not interested. Like, I can't really imagine, like, giving a fuck, really. Like, honestly. Mm-hmm. Well, can you, you gain that after years of fucking... Uh, yeah. Of it's just like, grind. what do you call it? Like, a callus on your hand that builds up and then nothing hurts anymore because your skin's, like, just, you know... Exactly. Rub, rubbed all hard. Hard callus, yeah. Exactly. I wouldn't be singing <laughs> songs about it like Billy Corgan. Mm-hmm. Fucking Billy. He knows... Fucking the Billy Eyelash. She showed up, oh. tried to take the Billy away. He, that's yeah. probably why he changed his name. He doesn't want to be associated. Yeah, he he doesn't want any like he doesn't want to, he does art rock projects. He doesn't want to be associated with like slow trap rap songs and big tits. And fucking like sad, depressed fucking fucking videos hmm. with black shit coming out of your eyes and shit. I know. Yeah, I don't get her weird whole shit. She can she can fuck off with all that, but um She can just fuck right off with that shit. She can fuck with that. Now we're getting red pilled. <laughs> she could just fuck Billy Eilish. Fuck right go take your triple D chest and go fuck right off cuz I'm going to the gym for me tonight, not for you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Fucking we get them gains. Yeah, we get all oh, shit. You, you know you know what I can't wait to get is when you when you lift so much you start getting those weird like uh, stretch marks like underneath your armpit you ever see, or like the area leading into your armpit. Fucking Guys fucking love man. getting that. Guy, oh god, the fucking lift and lift to get that. That is weird. That yeah. is weird. <laughs> We've got all over the place. Tonight, we did. Baby. I was going to tell you though, baby. We keep talking about William Patrick Corgan. Have you ever seen his his dying arm his with dick? his dead hand? Well, yeah, no, we've all seen that. But um, you ever see, like, I didn't know this until, like, a few years ago. I don't know if it's a condition that developed later. But, like, the last 10 years, like, his, I think it's his left hand. It's, like, it's all purple and, like, discolored. And, like, he still uses it. I've seen him play guitar with it and shit. Like, I don't know what the fuck is wrong. Like, it's, like, super purple and red. Like the, And not, like, a birthmark. Like, the whole hand is, like, completely. I've heard he's become addicted to, like, doing that thing where you fucking sit on your hand until it goes numb. <laughs> so he can jerk off later and feel like it's a different person. It's become like an addiction. Like he fucking he ties it up with like fucking eighteen different like you know yeah. fucking rubber bands and shit. Like he gets crazy with it. Oh. 
<laughs> he gets them. Uh, remember those fucking what do they call it? The um, oh shit, the little the the str- the stringy uh, the springy uh, ropes that have like the little hooks on them. He gets mm-hmm. the the <laughs> where you like tie shit down to the top of your car with. He gets those fucking shits. Fucking dental <laughs> floss and all kinds. He, he of wraps things. around. and He makes the hooks hook together. Mm-hmm. Guitar strings. Mm-hmm. I sit on my hand. <laughs> fucking. That's exactly the thing. He fucking. He, he basically, he's doing the knockout game with his hand. Yeah. So he fucking. So he can just jack off and film absolutely nothing. Exactly. You, you got to keep telling him, like Billy, you're fucking, you're, you can, you can have any kind of groupie you want. You're, yeah. you're a rock. Just guy. go on a tour, yeah. But he's fucking addicted to the whole process. Wait, wouldn't that suck now? How they claim like all oh, societies evolved, like women aren't throwing themselves at these men anymore. Like, what would the point of being a rock band and going on tour be? And if like every, like after every show, you're like, yeah, fucking party, invite all these girls back, and like nobody wants to have sex with you. Like, what the point? What would the? Is that why rock bands really don't exist anymore? Like fucking oh, yeah, probably. Would, like why go on tour if like you're not meeting girls in like every city you know what i mean every time i was in a little band we play shows it never happened to me but i kept doing it so fucking i guess i get it a little bit <laughs> yeah you're just like you're like i'm here to play <laughs> exactly i'm here to party i'm here to party and do art eat a bowl of fuck eat a bowl of fuck eat my fuck Junior, man, we gotta get Junior back. We gotta do Problem Child four. Fucking three first. We gotta do. We gotta finish the trilogy. We gotta respect the can. Oh, I thought you meant we gotta watch Problem Child. I was like, it don't no. exist yet. No, we gotta make it. Doesn't. We gotta get Junior, Michael, Oliver. We gotta make. I think we he do. does conventions. We could probably find him at one. We can basically make it that Junior and the girl from Part Two are fucking now. Mm-hmm. And that. Well, yeah, they're grown up. It's, they, it's like they're really... married. It's not really incest because their parents weren't, they, they fucking, they were from different, you know what I mean? You you know, you know what we do is like the movie starts out with like slow motion clips from Problem Child 2 when they were both little kids and like they're terrorizing each other and hating each other and like Mm -hmm. hitting each other with water hoses and shit. And then it just cuts hard cuts to them getting married and they're like, oh, all these years later, they uh, Junior and um, Daisy ended up together. They get married, and then it's like, then it, after that, it cuts like twenty eight years later, and it's like, like uh, their their son is all grown up, and it's Michael B. Jordan, and he just totally oh, steals yeah. the franchise from him the way he stole fucking Rocky from Sylvester Stallone, and then he makes like eight more of them, and he directs them all, and everybody prays him. Oh God, we never knew you could make a problem child movie, Michael B. Jordan. It's never been done before. I mean, there's no formula to this, and you just reinvented the whole game. Fucking hell yeah. Oh yeah, Michael B. Keaton. Michael B. Ke- oh, work him to Alex Alex B. Keaton as well. Hell yes. You fucking. All right. Unfortunately, we're gonna have to wrap up because I gotta go eat some dinner. I'm fucking starving. But um, I want to thank well, we you. We gotta Zach. wrap things up. We gotta go back to our hotel rooms and fuck some groupies. Yeah, know? we gotta be like uh, the how they used to do the the green room at the old Kiss shows with all the girls and the guys would just walk in and pick a girl out and leave, and then Gene would always be a fucking pig and take have to take two girls because his dick was extra big that's a that's a line from detroit rock city i'm still dying to do that movie on the show yeah i gotta find a copy somewhere please somebody put that back in print oh yeah but uh um hopefully i hopefully it'll pop up on a streaming service soon 
But anyway. Mm-hmm. So I want to thank you, Zach, for coming. You're having a shitty day. You was rushing home, trying to get home. Everything. I appreciate the effort. I appreciate you picking this fine kino because out of all the movies, like I think it was only a year later, you're like, we gotta finish prom. I was like, yeah, I agree. I mean, 2023 is the year of the kino wins tonight. So exactly, and uh, the year of our Lord John Ritter, who yes. fucking it's always fucking the year of our Lord John Ritter. Mm-hmm. He will never. He is resting in power right now, getting ready for his big comeback where he will uh, come back to Earth and make things right and do the real, proper, actual sequel, Problem Child 3. So he's going to come down, just like in the poster for Problem Child 2, he's going to come down in a a big floating fucking uh, washer dryer. Yeah, yeah, we forgot to talk about that. The poster is him being stuck in a a washer, even though like that never happened in the movie. And he actually couldn't physically even fit in a washer as a grown man. But fucking Junior never lifts his parents up upside down above his like fucking so that they're hanging in, in yeah. the air in the first movie either. Fucking yeah, that's true. That's true. That's some Marvel Cinema Universe style marketing there. Mm-hmm. Taking fantastical sure. shit and then under delivering, but mm-hmm. we got over it. We did. Women can't hurt our feelings anymore. We go to the gym. Exactly. We can clean our rooms. And we clean our rooms. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. Thanks a lot. Thanks for loving Problem Child uh, Cinema Universe as much as we do, and we'll catch you back here again real soon in the movie graveyard. Donk, donk, baby. I almost forgot.